My name's Owen, I'm the Dungeon Master of our Return of the Giants campaign. Hello everyone, my name's Jared. I'm playing the uh, character of Thrain, Path of the Giant Barbarian, and he is seeking um, to learn about his heritage of the uh, Frost Giants. Hi, I'm Ali, and I'm playing Lyra, the Eldering Druid. Hi, I'm Matt, I'm playing Niall Silverman, the uh, Monk Owlin. Hi guys, my name's Simon, I'm playing the character of Ember. He wants to be a master of wildfire, but does he have the skills to be best one? <laughs> Hi, I'm Dave. My character is Harry Harrington the Herringon, a roguish merchant with a heart of gold. Hello! Hello! Hello, Hello everybody. Welcome Hello, back Luke. to the Lost Archives. <laughs> it is lovely to see all of your gorgeous faces once again. And we are playing Return of the Giants, our premier homebrew D&D 5th edition adventure. Now, those of you who are watching on Twitch or watching the video on YouTube are looking... Uh, to the left of me and going, there's a face I don't recognize. That face that you don't recognize is Christian. Christian, hello, welcome to the stream. Thank you for having me. I am very keen at very few chances that I actually get to be a player. Uh, so this is gonna be really dope. I am happy. You have been cursed Ooh. with the forever DM, uh, the touch of the forever DM, which I have also been cursed with. But <laughs> seeing as you gave me a chance to escape being forever DM a couple of weeks ago at the live session at the collector's market, I thought it's only fair to return the favor, give you a chance to escape from D&D purgatory as the dungeon master for all time. Perfect. And the amount of crap you caused me, I can now do for you. Yeah, I, w I was a nightmare player. I was const <laughs> constantly throwing throwing it to other people, being like, what do you want to do? Like, oh, you should hold this. I was just, I was a nightmare. I really wow. like just took control. I, I, yeah, I stood up and did a whole like, power ballad at one point. I just, I wasn't playing a bard, but I just figured I'd do a whole, whole song, just a sing, singing number on stage. Um, so you do. thank you very much, Christian, for joining us. Now, I should mention, you are not just a forever DM. You are a DM for money. And that's the clumsiest way I've ever worded that. <laughs> so kind and wholehearted. Yes, everyone, I steal people's money. Um, yeah, no, you are uh, for professional DM. A much better way of saying it is yeah, professional dungeon that, master where you offer professional you DD services. You made that sound wow. a bit sketchy the way you sort of presented it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Get to well, the end of a session, like he pulls out his club and beats you up for your lunch money. <laughs> Yeah, I'll come over at night for a session. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, we'll go down to the dungeon. Yeah, a, I, uh, a one on one D and D session. My, my red, my, I'm, hey, look, I'm, I'm called Christian for a reason. I've got my red room. Uh, no, so I basically, <laughs> I um, I run the business uh, Hermes nice. D&D Services. We're based out of Brisbane, sort of a one-stop shop for all things D&D. Uh, I run private sessions Monday to Friday. I think last time I checked, I'm running 10 campaigns at the moment with about 300 NPCs. Uh, which Holy is crap. Wow. A, a lot to remember and a lot to work on, but everyone has yeah. an amazing time and a lot of fun, which is great. Tuesday nights, uh, streamed actually um as i am a part of uh, as invited just like i was by owen lovely um to actually dungeon master and run the crit and miss uh dragon lance story that they're running um uh, but the rest of them are more just groups of friends or people that are looking for someone to play and i try to facilitate that as it's hard finding a uh group that has continuity uh, a dm that actually takes care of things no drama if there's problems that get handled it's the same reason you go to a public soccer game or community sports you go there because they have the facilities i try to 
facilitate Dungeons and Dragons for people and give them a fun time. And uh, some of the groups have been going for three years now, which has been really good. They've become Amazing. lifelong friends. The, wow. this, the live stage session you came to, five people from one of my groups actually all came from a couple of different states and areas in Brisbane and all met for the very first time, which was really, really uh, That's incredible. heartwarming. Wow. But, yeah, that's basically that. Um, we did also have merch as well, uh, things like dice potions, dice trays, uh, earrings and whatnot, uh, but that's now sort of separated as my partner has made her own business, uh, which is going to be at Brisbane Supernova in about a week, I think. It's going to be very, Ooh. very exciting. And if you're watching on Twitch, you'll know, you'll be able to see now in chat, there is a link to Homies D&D services. And if you're watching on YouTube or listening to the podcast, it is in the comments as a pinned comment, so you can go and check him out. Absolutely. If you're looking, you know, because it's not just also like private games you do as well. It's also functions as, as yeah, um, yeah. So yeah. The, um, obviously there was the one for the expo itself, and I've done uh, a couple of other big marketplaces. And on, I guess, a smaller side, but still big, we do party hire immersive sessions where I'll bring uh, decor to sort of decorate the room, themes towards the session, terrain, miniatures, dice, all the stuff, and sort of do it for bachelor parties, birthdays, a bachelorettes, a fun weekend for friends. Um, that's how the entire business started, sort of like a D and D party clown. Uh, but, um, <laughs> that's a, that's yeah, fantastic. No, it, it grew from that's there. a that's a great idea. I never thought of of sort of doing D and D in that way, but I could see that being really really fun. Bachelor parties go fucking crazy, and yeah, I, uh, yeah. I had to role play a stripper at one time, Ooh, um, nice. which was really interesting. Uh, <laughs> 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 they they still get their kicks now. It's, it's 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 a lot of fun. Yeah, no, that, wow. that is, that's outstanding. So uh, make sure if you are in the Brisbane or in the, the Southeast Queensland area, um, actually, even if you're not, because you also do online games, not just in-person games. I want to say for yeah. in-person ones, make sure you're in the vicinity. Don't try and book him from East Timor. Um, I <laughs> don't think he's going to be able to I've had people from New South Wales be like, oh, could you come down to like Sydney sometime? I'm like, hey, yeah. if you're going to pay for the flight, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll just pop down. It's only a 10-hour drive. Easy. Yeah, easy. Um, awesome. No, thank, and thank you for joining us. It's going to be lots and lots of fun. Now, um, we won't introduce your character just yet. We will do a little okay. bit of a recap, start off the party, and then I will bring in your character as the players see your character. Um, for those who are watching on Twitch or on YouTube, you will be able to see a fair bit of the character art on display because I included as part of the overlay. That's pretty dope! So, oh, no spoilers. Just try Sorry. and forget that you can see that. Um, unfortunately, my attempts it. to remove the character art and then have it flick on as he's introduced um, OBS no likey. OBS no likey that. So uh, I have I have resorted to just asking you for your theatre of the mind and just pretend you can't see it for now if you're watching. Perfect. Selective memory. Selective memory, exactly. I need you to actively repress this right now. Um, Much like most of my players do whenever it's time for me to go, hey, so what do you remember from last session? Uh, Awesome. All right. That was all the fun announcements I have to share. Oh, the only other thing, Jared's webcam is still broken. Um, So if you're watching, you will see his face is grayed out, but you will hear his voice. Podcast listeners won't have even noticed because you'll be hearing his voice as as normal. Um, But yeah, uh, Jared is here. He's just still waiting on that brand yes. new webcam which will be here next week next week nice in time oh, for, in like, uh, yeah so i'll be good for next week uh, i think it, it says th- uh thursday or friday so sweet that's does the awesome. new webcam have that filter where it can make your head really big like it did that other stream <laughs> you noticed that, <laughs> that, was that? <laughs> yes that was, that was amazing that's actually the um Logi capture thing that i was using it we really I just... need to play poker sometime because you've got a great poker face <laughs> I'll just do that the whole time. Full cash game, I think. We'll just get you in, Jared. Yeah. I'd love to play poke with you too. Absolutely. 
Well, look, let me do a recap of last session and we will jump straight back into the action. So, previously, the Tempest Adventuring Guild, a name now legendary across the lands of Nostea, has formed a brand new team. Lyra, Niles, Harry, Ember, and Thrain have all returned to the merchant city of Oxenfurt, to the home of the Tempest Guild, the Nighthall. After spending some time with Mira, one of the founders of the guild, the team have learned their next mission will take them deep below the earth, into a section of the world known as the Underdark. A group of deep gnomes recently surfaced in some caverns near the town of Greennest, with stories of the Dwergar, deep dwarves, causing massive problems for the more peaceful denizens of the deep taking slaves for some massive excavation. With fears the stone giants are behind these recent excavations for the purposes of arming for war, Mira has requested the team head to Greennest and meet with these deep gnomes. Deciding to first take some time to prepare, the team headed out into the markets to gather supplies and information. While Ember, Lyra and Niles checked out a magical tattoo parlour, then a bakery, Harry met with his thieves guild contacts and Thrain trained with the Oxenfurt guards. With the team reunited in the Thirsty Sage Tavern, Lyra overheard some students from the Unseen University reference an expert of Underdark flora and fauna, a Professor Grell. Meeting with the Professor, the team learned some of the dangers of the Underdark and were encouraged to seek out the Society of Brilliance, a group of scholars devoted to researching the mysteries of the Depths, who are reported to have taken up refuge in an abandoned drow watchtower. The team set off, travelling by airship to the caves outside of Greennest, and were met there by the three deep gnomes, Gobbledy, Gook, and Noose, all of whom seemed way too cheerful, describing the horrific events they had been through to get to the surface. Our druids, Lyra and Ember, were quickly able to deduce the gnomes were under the effects of a strange neurotoxin-like poison, the origins likely from the flora of the Underdark. We left off last session, as Thrain carried the three gnomes deeper into the cave. The passageway that you walk down is tight and narrow at first. There's points where you have to remove your adventuring gear, your backpack, maybe unstrap weapons, shields from your backs, and walk in a tight single file. Thrain, despite your best efforts, it's not possible to carry all three gnomes through these tight sections, and at this point you have to put them down to let them walk through or pass them through to a, another willing member of the party to keep them held. Yeah, and Ember's pretty strong and pretty tall, that makes sense. After about two hours of this very, very tight, cramped conditions as you spelunk through this crack, this chasm that's opened up at the back of the cavern, you find the pathway heading down suddenly grows steeper, but also wider. Able to get your gear back on, your backpack settled, and the gnomes back on your shoulders, Thrain. The pathway begins to spiral, resembling almost a smooth spiral passage, almost shell-like in its appearance, the inside of a shell spiraling down deeper and deeper. The walls and floor completely circular and smooth. Conversationally, one of the gnomes on your shoulder, Thrain, gobbledy pipes up, Oh, we think this was made by some sort of purple worm a while ago. The worm's probably not here. I mean, if it was, it'd just eat us straight away. I mean, you'd be digested slowly. I say straight away, but death would be long and drawn out. It would be a protracted demise. But uh, we didn't see the worm on our way up, so it's probably fine. Oh, heavens. That's, uh, that's but good. it could be fun to fight. Have you ever seen a purple worm before? Not at all. 
Oh, just the worm. What could be? What could be the worst thing? They're pretty big. Imagine the biggest worm you can. Nah, that's not big enough. Imagine bigger. Yeah, you're not doing it right. Well, well, well sorry. It, it's made these tunnels, so it must be quite large. And even more reason why I want to see one now. Uh, <laughs> of course you would. It's okay, little ones. Don't stress too much. It's okay. Oh, we're, we're not worried. We feel great. Yeah, I feel pretty good, mate. I'm feeling feeling fine. As uh, they cough up a little bit of blood onto their chins. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take that as a they're not feeling too fine. The passageway continues. Can um oh, can yeah. Harry put his uh, ear to the ground and see if he can feel any rumbling or like or feel like anything of a worm moving anywhere nearby? Yeah. Do you want to give me a perception or investigation check? Your choice. Yes, I get to choose. <laughs> you, I, I always offer choices for these sort of things. <laughs> like, I don't think I've ever <laughs> once. Like, yes, I get to choose. <laughs> I, it's not like Avatar Legends, where it's like you, you. you have to assess a situation. I, I don't think I've ever once said. I, I, don't, I, I think it's one of the things someone, someone once picked me up and goes, "Why do you give people a choice of perception or investigation?" Um, because some people are wisdom based and some people are intelligence based, and I kind of see the skills as doing different things. So if you say for perception, it's just what you see. If it's investigation, it's what you sort of search out. So I, I like to offer both. Admittedly, when you do make that those, you give those options. You do sort of give when they take like either perception or investigation. You yeah, will I give, different give a different answer depending. Yeah. So like it does. Yeah, hundred percent. Also, yeah. Harry, well, nine. Was a two, two in the dice, so yeah, that's a nine. That's a nine. Um, there, there are no sensations of, of vibration that you can detect through the earth, but as you press your ear to the ground, you can hear a soft rumbling. feels like it's coming from very, very far away. Hard to tell direction. Hard to really tell the source. It sounds consistent, but... If you were a bit closer or if you were able to, to pick up the sound a bit better, you might be able to deduce a little bit more about it. But yeah, there's almost almost like a rumbling that seems to be coming from, from quite a distance away, just picking up the, the faint, the faint uh, after echoes of it. Yep, it's pretty far away. We'll be fine. <laughs> oh, excellent. As you continue on, it's hard to keep track of time. The darkness is so complete here. Only the the only source of light, the torches that you've uh, lit, or I guess actually probably Ember, you just a little bit of produce flame in your hand, and yeah, you don't need a torch. Well, I'd actually probably once it starts getting quite dark, I'd probably pull out the uh, the, the drift globe thing that I have, and uh, yeah, do well. There's three options, wasn't it? It was daylight or yeah. So just trying to think. Of, I had it in my yeah. I will just do daylight so get that one to follow me and so light think, the area up for everyone yeah so i think so what you can do is essentially you can you can have it create different levels of light the daylight is actually casting the daylight spell which is a very very helpful spell but not so much for traveling through dark spaces um let's quickly pull open the drift globe so your options are um Oh, no, sorry, I'm thinking of a different one. Sorry, the Drift Globe is just mm. the... Yeah, yeah, sorry. So uh, if you're within 60 feet, you get a uh, daylight effect emanating... Yeah, sorry, it is It is the same amount of light from the daylight spell. Oh, no, you can get yeah. it to emanate the daylight spell. Which is Yeah, there you lot. go, you get both. Fantastic. Mm. Yeah. The light 
that explodes from this orb that then hovers behind you, Ember, illuminates the passageway, but also casts strange shadows as you continue down this spiral pathway, occasionally giving the illusion of motion in front of you or behind you, creatures moving in the dark that you can't see. But every time you stop and peer back, there's nothing there, just the darkness itself looming around at all times. Your pathway continues on. Again, it's hard to keep track of time, but after what seems like a number of hours, the passageway bursts out through a cavern wall and you step out to see an enormous open underground area. It stretches further than the eye can see. You can catch the subtlest glimpse of what looks like a lake far in the distance, as large as any ocean disappearing off into the distance. At the moment, you seem quite high up. If you were in the overworld, you might be on a a plateau or quite a large hill. But down here in the depths, it looks like valleys carved away beneath you. The pathway where this massive spiral section of tunnel had sort of burst outwards, there's a small narrow pathway leading across a ledge that the gnomes direct you to. Your time out in the open ends quite quickly though. As you pass along this narrow ledge, it takes you back into an enclosed tunnel. This one much smaller, seemingly carved or maybe, uh, yeah, maybe mined out or excavated sometime in the distant past. As you emerge out into a slight opening, the gnomes pause for a second. Gobbledy mutters a little bit under his breath. No, this, this isn't what I, this isn't, this looks a bit different to when I was last here. And I'm going to bring you all across to a little map. Uh oh. I know what you're talking about. Why why are you worried? Uh oh. It's just for for reference. Just for reference. When we were going through that cave that you were sort of like, oh, I'm not sure if it's sort of man made or if it's certain creatures have made it. If I run my hand like along the wall, like, does it sort of feel like pickaxes sort of have a pretty telltale kind of pattern to them in the wall? Like, is Mm. it sort of more like teeth marks was it quite smooth like it's sort of water's gone through or that's a really good question do you want to make me i'd say probably this falls under investigation or maybe a survival check as well i'd argue either one of those maybe perception as well. i will take survival if i can <laughs> yeah take survival shame you're not a dwarf you'd have advantage on this if you're a dwarf to uh understand stoneworking <laughs> 19 lyra as you examine the stonework yeah A closer examination does reveal this was excavated. But a long time ago, a very long time ago, the pickaxe cuts are almost covered slightly by a thin layer of um, almost what looks like a crusted salt-like stone. Water dripping from above has carried little particles of stone down and started to cover the pickaxe gouges. That's how long ago this was. With a 19... Doing a quick sort of estimate in your mind, thinking back to what you know of your uh, your time studying the the natural world in the in the Druid Enclave. This might predate the ruin. This excavation. Wow! But the pickaxe marks look too small to be giant. Do they? The the yeah. So the giants disappeared before the ruin. They were they were they, the, their disappearance was kind of the trigger for the ruin much later on but there were still sort of two three hundred years where elves dwarves and dragons were coexisting on the same uh, on the same continent and you guys don't know much about what the dwarves were up to during that time you've learned a little mm. bit of the dragons a little bit of the elves but not much of the dwarves i mean heaven forbid the dwarves dig too deep <laughs> oh yes whatever could happen 
I do. I do like to subvert fantasy tropes where I can. Um, that's the biggest fantasy trope the dwarves digging to. Because like the only things you know about the dwarves are pretty much that they uh, hold up in Balmia. Uh, Balmia. Yeah. So when the dwarves first came, the the original dwarven descendants, who were the the kind of ancestors of hill dwarves, mountain dwarves, and Dwergar, the deep dwarves, yeah, pretty much took over the entire continent of Balmia. And then at some point, um, a whole bunch of dwarves were exiled, and they became the hill dwarves. You don't really know about the origin of the Dwergar. It's not something you've interacted yeah. with yet. Okay. As you step into the open cavern, I'm actually going to jump across to Christian's character. Because you have cast a drift globe, basically allowing daylight to flood this cavern, and Christian, your dark sight is uh, rather decent, um, <laughs> you would immediately see these people entering the cavern from your vantage point. Uh, dream. Foreigners. <laughs> from where you are standing, near the far side of this passageway, you've, you've been aware of potential danger in this cavern for some time. And carefully biding your time, you've been sort of hanging back a little bit. This isn't an area you've been through before. You're still sort of trying to figure out exactly where you are in the Underdark at this stage. Um, But this area, there are clear signs danger lurks here for the unwary. And right as you're sort of getting ready to, I I would say probably take a few steps back, maybe observe a bit longer... You watch as a group of clearly surface dwellers just stride into the cavern, a drift globe hovering above their head, casting daylight that fills the room, this this whole cavern, uh, with bright golden light. The glowing mushrooms, which provide a very soft ambient glow, glow brighter in response to this sudden flood of light. You watch as around the chamber, one by one, little patches of mushrooms begin to glow softly. Um, The glow shrooms aren't dangerous per se, but any activity of glow shrooms is a clear sign to any predators that prey is foolishly wandering too close. Um, I do have a question. Yeah. What would the three gnomes with this be? What would their insights be considering they live down here? Well, yeah. I mean, if you, if you want to ask them, you absolutely can. That is a good question. But I'll stick with Dream for the moment and we'll come back yeah, to you guys fine. in a minute. That's all um, So their distance from me with a daylight spell, they're obviously further than like 120 feet ish because i'm out of the light the yeah I'll, what i'll do is here i'll move you here so you can see exactly where they are there you go because you you've you've had a chance to sort of uh move around here so i'm going to move you around a little bit so you get the explorer ability to see through this area um okay just so you can sort of see a rough layout of the map where they are um yeah you can you can see them just wandering into this cavern foolishly uh <laughs> blindly wandering into an area that could be potentially very very dangerous if your instincts uh, are <laughs> probably just going to be keeping an eye on them in the worry that they might be mercenaries of some kind uh yeah. dream doesn't have too many people that he actually cares for down here uh, and he knows that the opposite is also much more the same there are not many people down here that care for dream if anything it's quite the opposite yeah. Uh, so he's just going to watch, see what they're doing. Um, once they get within range, what I'm wanting to try is a divine sense, just to see if any ping off any sort of like fiendish energy, um, uh, evil nature alignments for any of them. Uh, and uh, just see yeah, if anything happens and just bide my time for now. Absolutely. Playing it cautious. That's, I mean, it's how you've stayed alive so long. Uh, and as long as you have. 
by uh, by keeping keeping things careful and not rushing in blindly. Uh, Thrain, as you turn towards the three deep gnomes on your back, um, you can see that uh, Noose has actually fallen unconscious. Uh, Gook is currently keeping Noose in position. She's holding him steady uh, against your furs. Gobbledy is looking around confused. No, this was a bit different. I, we definitely came through here, I, th- I think. Oh, it seems a bit... That light's really bright. I, I, could you... I can't really see properly. Sorry. Oh, well, um... Ember, you may as well do what the little gnome wants. So turn it down just a little bit, I guess. It's... Yes, can you, can you, can you dim that at all? Uh... Maybe t- touch it down a little lot, a couple of notches. Oh, so I, this is the first time I've ever used this. So yes, you can you can turn it on and turn it off. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I, I I can't unfortunately, guys. I'm kind of stuck <laughs> where I am. <laughs> can I try using? So go ahead, Lara. I was gonna say I'm not sure how possible this would be, but like. Using like mold earth, because I sort of like, if there's a little like clay sort of soil around, like, could I try and make like a little lampshade? <laughs> put on the, uh, the drift globe? Absolutely. Like a hooded lantern. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good idea. That's that's a great use of mold earth. I mean, the, the, the area around here is mostly um, stone, but there are sections where uh, clearly there was slag from the, the excavations that has just been left there. And, and that's much more sort of broken down clay-like uh, earth is yeah 100% you can mold earth and make a little a little cover for it and then balance it on the top um the only problem that you encounter Lyra is that if it's just like a square with one side missing as you put it on unless it's balanced absolutely perfectly as soon as the weight distribution shifts because it's a sphere it just rotates and then your little clay box mm. just drops onto the ground oh. so but, but I mean all, if one of you is happy to sort of hold it and keep it steady that problem solved yeah, or the other choice is, like, if it's not too hot, we could just wrap some fabric around it and it'll dim the light. That's a good idea. Better, yeah. Perfect. Um, one of you takes a cloak or a, a yeah. piece of your costumes, a bit, a bit of your, your clothing, covers up the, uh, the globe a little bit. It reduces the light probably by about, I'd say, 40%, because, again, it's daylight. So it's pretty bright. Yeah, it's pretty bright. And you're, these aren't blockout curtains. These are these are clothes. But it, <laughs> it does it does reduce the light a little bit. And as as you do drop the level of the light, you watch as Gobbly kind of squints a bit, blinks his eyes, and goes, "Oh, it's a yeah, it's a bit better." Sorry, I'm still seeing spots. Um, yeah, this looks. Oh, no, I I think we came through here. Yeah, I I think this is right. We want to go across the cavern. Um, there's a couple of pathways heading off to different sides. Uh, we just we should keep going north uh, northwest of here. Just 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 keep on going. Any, any, anything we should be wary about? Uh, any any dangers here that you spotted on the way out? Oh, mate, there's there's so many dangers in the underdark. I mean, oh, it has a bit of a yes. look around. I I don't I can't hear or see any hook horrors. Got to look out for them. They're oh, they're nasty. They disembowel you really quickly. Those things like pounce mm. on you from a distance. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if you guys keep a bit of a watch out, I'll, I'll I'll try and keep a watch out too. Also, those mushrooms, the the poison ones that you guys all ran into. Oh, that was deeper. That wasn't here. That was over near the Dwergar, uh, Dwergar excavation site. Oh, sweet. Well, you know, if we do seem to come across any, if you could maybe give us a yell, but... Now, Dream is not smart. Uh, sorry, he is smart, but not wise. Uh, could I do an insight check to see... Uh, 
to not metagame if I think that maybe the Swift Nurbalant are in trouble from these people that are blinding them oh, with yeah. a rock and <laughs> like tossing their tiny bodies around. Yeah, so because because what what you can see from this distance is them essentially riding on the shoulders of this large, uh, very very tall Viking looking uh, gentleman. Do you want to make an insight check? That's fair. Okay. Eleven. The Sphere don't seem to be in much distress. I mean, one of them looks to be unconscious um, from that distance, but it's hard to sort of see. <laughs> yeah. They don't seem to be uh, too is he being upset. Like dragged across the ground, carried no, no, like no, no. gently, maiden. gently, uh, <laughs> gently, ho- like holding on to the. Uh, it looks like one of the other Sphere is keeping him upright. Uh, a female Sphere is keeping him upright on the shoulders of this giant. Um, but as you as you look across and get a bit of a, a bit of a better look at the party, what I will get you guys to do is really quickly describe your characters as Dream would see them, starting with Harry. Yeah, well, there's a little uh, little small sized uh, herring herring gun just like hopping around, just bouncing as he walks, a bit cheerful. He's wearing a quite fine looking robe and uh, clothing, um, and yeah um by his side he's got a rapier and he's just a happy little bunny just a happy a little bunny. <laughs> uh ember uh yeah so you probably see a about seven foot tall uh furball so you know bluish skin brown hair wearing kind of plain-ish robes maybe some singed bits here and there but um otherwise looks like you'd set around the middle kind of drew it a furbolg's a race that would have been near the uh, Shattered Isles much? Yeah, so you, you would have encountered and seen furbolgs maybe once or twice. Not very common down that far south near the Shattered Isles. There's only one circle there um, that mainly uh, lives on the coastline of the, the southern tip of, of uh, Oceania, so a little bit north of the Shattered Isles. Um, they mainly protect the the reef that exists off the coastline there. But you would have you would have certainly encountered a furbolg maybe once or twice before, or seen once or twice before enough to recognise them when you see them. Yep. And to to know what everyone kind of knows about furbolgs, gentle protectors of the wild, uh, fierce defenders when roused. Uh, Thrain. Um. Yeah. Cool. So. Um. Yeah. So you see Thrain. He's a uh, eight. Uh, eight foot and a half tall uh, goliath so the goliaths in this world are a little different yes. um so there's a bit more of a flavor to them so with owens like all giant stuff um each goliath is like almost like almost have like sub races to themselves so mine follow in my mine is in the um in the vein of the frost giants so when you see it's probably hard to see from where you are because you're pretty far away but uh thrain is covered in scars very um um very muscled up um he has a lot of like fur he's a big fur cloak he wears and there's other clothing that he sort of wears as well he has an ornate sort of like magic rune sort of belt um he has white hair a beard um and yeah and i guess like the main thing is you won't really be able to see it but um from where you are but he has like this like frost sort of like sheen to his skin um, sort of hinting at his ancestry. I think that's a pretty good... Yeah, and Dream, yeah, you might not good. have encountered Goliaths in flesh before, but you would, as part of your upbringing, you would have learned a little bit about them. 
just that okay. they exist and that they look like their giant ancestors. So you can have some that resemble the typical Goliaths in normal D&D, which is the stone-like skin, um, who have a stone giant ancestry, but they can range in, in appearance depending on their giant ancestry. Okay. Lyra. Um, yeah, so from what Dream can see, is sort of a five foot tall uh, ranger chick with um, hmm. sort of very elven features that, you know, give them the height a little bit unusual. Draped in um, sort of this ornate blue long um, cloak and carrying a quarter staff that is fully sprouted with just every kind of mushroom that you can imagine. Okay, and uh, as an Eladrin, how does that work in this setting? Are you like static with a season or do you change with the seasons? I tend to change on the long rest when I remember, <laughs> but uh, I'm very bad at remembering. Yeah, so the, the way we kind of do it in lore is that the Eladrin change rapidly, like they can change moment to moment when they're children, and then as they become, when they come of age around about sort of like 80 or 90 years old, their form settles much more and they, they change much less frequently. But um, okay. normally they'll have one form that they kind of settle on more often than not, and then in moments of... Um, stress or as, as like life changes as they go through emotional times they can change those and stay in that new form for some time before changing back again or, or if they go through a significant enough change that then becomes their new kind of stable form but yeah they can and still definitely change yeah is the the reddish giving like a, a summer or a fall vibe i think we're in winter, uh, as in right? i think so i think, I think currently you're autumn sure mm. I think autumn was. I'm pretty like, sure last oh. time you used the. I, I think you were autumn last time. We uh we had Probably. you do the face step. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Brilliant. And finally, a very familiar sight to your eyes. You see yeah. a fellow Owlin. Yeah. You see um you see a, a fellow Owlin um a, probably a snowy owl sort of complexion so, uh grey black white model feathers um probably not not super not super tall probably just over six foot um the triangular striking plumage on, on niles's face um probably gives him the impression that he's much taller than he actually is um but yeah dressed in a, a very uh, very familiar garb actually uh, silk sort of uh, clothing very uh very free flowing um yeah i would i would say based on your character art uh very 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 similar uh, in appearance um the only difference phys physicality is probably uh niles you, niles is a lot more uh, dexterous than life uh compared um compared to say thrain who's quite uh, quite strong and muscular uh niles seems uh, a lot more a lot more thin and lithe uh, in his appearance um yeah quite agile on his feet but at the moment probably looking a little nervous as he's entering this last as the gym guy calls, uh, call it a, a sleeper build. A sleeper build, yes. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, exactly right. 100%. I will add to that as well, Dream, something you know. The uh, outfit that Niles wears is uh, very reminiscent, shall we say, of a number of the monks from the nearby temples. Mm. The is his clothing, one question I did have... Mm. Um, mm. I know that he he himself, to avoid the metagaming, is um, very connected to the family that he works for. Is yep. that an, a uniform of the family, or is that a no. clothing of his own design? Actually, a little bit different. Niles, I believe yours was actually inspired by your monastic training. Correct. Yeah. yeah so the uh, the symbology of this of on the on the on the cloak that uh, Niles wears 
uh, very reminiscent of uh, yin yang uh so which which holds back to that monastic uh tradition that he was trained up in so he wears that as a homage to his to his i guess his monastery um but doesn't seem to wear anything that gives away his uh, allegiance to the family um, yeah i think actually you've made efforts to uh separate yourself from the silverwind family yeah after your I, I, monastic training yeah yeah i mean the, the way i say it is that the monastic training was uh like almost like a, a prerequisite as as part of yes, training to, be, to become uh further uh, become a little bit more influential in the family it's something yeah. that the family kind of go through uh to you know and once they come out of that they oh yeah they, get to different positions of, of 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 uh of yeah different positions of leadership different positions of of uh, within the family so uh, this is something that the silver winds are, are known for um and yeah they all take they all i guess the garb they wear is is either garb of the silver winds or they can choose to also wear garb of their of their monastic uh, tradition which niles chooses to uh yeah. to wear quite proudly Niles has definitely made some changes, though. This isn't the typical garb of the the Mushi, the priests and the other mm. monks. This is much more a mix between the warrior's um, outfit and his own take on it. So it has the symbology of the heiress, but a lot of his own work. Yeah, yeah the heiress is it's, it's missing a lot of the, the white and the orange yes. of the homeland. Um, okay, I'm... I, <sighs> That's what the Owlin <laughs> makes me want to approach. Uh, the mm. Goliath makes me want to stay away. So I'm just gonna... <laughs> just keep watch. Absolutely keep watching. Yeah, uh, brilliant. I pass back over to the rest of the party. Um, yeah. So the the Sverniblin, um gobbledy points towards the northwestern corner of the chamber. Uh, yeah, well, I think we came from that direction last time. I'm pretty certain it was that way. Yeah, I think it was that way. Ah, uh, well. We should we should we should stay vigilant then and continue on down the cavern. Um, Off we go. I think as we walk over, Lyra's being vigilant specifically for mushrooms. She's just wants to see if there's anything cool. Oh, oh yes, but but Lyra, please just be careful. Um, these mushrooms might be a little bit a little bit more volatile than the ones you're used to. Remember, Professor Krell did warn us. Yeah, that's a good point. They're so cool. I, I know, I know, I know. They're really cool, but just be, just be a little bit mindful. Uh, Lyra, there's one you, uh... just off to your left that's pulsing with a soft <laughs> blue light at regular intervals. The luminosity changing across a, a diffusion gradient. Hey, this is incredible. This is mycology like you've never seen. <laughs> just as your subconscious chiming in. I would like to slap Lyra's hand away as she reaches towards the mushroom. Let's just, just look, just no, look no, 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 with, no, with my hands. No, no, no. Fine. I'm getting it on my way out, though. Okay. As the group of you begin proceeding into the cavern, um, can I have a rough marching order? Uh, good question. Lyra's probably just very eager and is probably somewhere in near the front, mm. as ill-advised as that might be. Rushing Normally from I location be, to location. <laughs> Normally it'd be at the very, very front, but because they have three passengers, I might be more like second or third, not taking the lead, just because I'm taking their safety into account. Like, yeah. Thrain isn't... I mean, he's not the brightest, but he has his moments of clarity. <laughs> Um, Fantastic. Just one thing. Mm. Do I notice a glowing companion 
uh, sitting on someone's shoulder? Is that visible? Yeah, flicker. Yeah, I think Ember, you always have flicker out, do you not? Uh, look, it depends on how you're happy to have it done. Because obviously, I can only summon him a couple times a day. But yeah. I imagine that he's just very small, sitting on my shoulder. And when I summon uh, yeah, him, yeah, the way. A... I mean, it's it's up to you because like you're you're clearly like the way you've designed this is around Pokemon. <laughs> so if you wanted to have him in your gemstone at all times, yeah. So if you look at the character art, like Ember is he's Ember of the Collectums. It's it's fucking Ash. Yeah. <laughs> I did notice on the art that ball, the ball in the front of his chest, and I was meant to ask, and I forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, it's a Pokemon. No, it's uh, not related to Pokemon at all. We are not stealing anyone. So um, <laughs> if you want Charmander, sorry, I mean Flicker to. Uh, <laughs> if you want Flicker to be in a Pokeball, that's absolutely fine. If you want to have Flicker riding on your shoulders, I'm also happy for you to do that. But but Flicker is only usable when you summon him. Otherwise, he kind of oh, just man, stays Flicker's on your shoulder. Definitely- like, Moltres, right? Yeah, he's meant Moltres, to be a, a yeah a combination of the two kind of because he has to fly. So um, yeah, no, you'd probably see just a very small little like lizard flying creature on my uh, yeah. my shoulder as well. I was thinking it gives me sort of like Torchic vibes. Yes. Yeah. 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 So the inspiration sure. was Torchic Charmander, and then um, what's that fossil Pokemon that's like an ancient micro raptor? I think it's like a fourth gen one. Um, that's yeah. the same micro raptor, right? Yeah. There's a few that we went through to try and find something. So the one yeah. with the strong jaw or something like that. Yeah. I think oh yeah. Like Always forget that one. I can't remember the name either. That's sad. Sorry guys. Archae- it's like Archaeopteryx. It's a play on Archaeopteryx. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. It has like uh, additional damage to like draw attacks. Is that right? Yeah, I think. Yeah. Oh no, Archaeops. you're thinking of the bird looking one. There you go. You're thinking of Archaeops. the birds. Oh, okay. Archaeops was definitely the inspiration. <laughs> yeah, actually. Uh, might be a bit too close to Archeops. I might have to redo the art a bit. A little bit. That's so funny. I remembered Archeops being a bit different in my mind, but actually Archeops looks a lot like Flicker. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, yeah, this, is, this is pretty good. Ninety-nine <laughs> percent. <laughs> um, perfect. As as you guys head deeper into the chamber, the walls of this vast open cavern are worn away. Eons of time passing water slowly dripping on stone eroding it to form this open cavern and indeed there's quite a lot of moisture in the air as you walk in you can actually feel the humidity begin to rise in this chamber small pools and puddles of water collect around your feet as you begin sort of moving through the mushrooms clearly thriving in such a humid environment as you proceed and get about halfway into the uh, the open part of the southwestern chamber you can see off towards the north a wooden structure what looks like a bridge spanning a small hollowed out section where a a pool of water has formed and just next to it is a wooden platform built into the stone anyone with a passive perception of 15 or higher can hear a voice muttering from that point dream you have also been keeping an eye on this figure. I just couldn't mention it earlier because it was a bit of a spoiler for the rest of the team. This figure has been seated up there for the past 30 minutes, muttering to themselves. They've been here since you entered the cavern. Clearly, this is a Darrow, some type of, of uh, deep dwarf-like uh, creature. This one looks like an old male dressed in ragged clothing. He looks mad. I was about to say, do I have much general knowledge about Darrow's um, dream? <laughs> Does Christian be me... forever DM? <laughs> does. Do you want to do you want to make me a nature or probably nature check is the most appropriate? Am I allowed to roll with advantage because I've been here for a couple of yes, years? Yes, you've been down in the dark for uh, well, a believe. couple of couple of weeks. So definitely. Damn. No, absolutely. 
but yeah, they they resemble um, very dark grey skinned dwarves, very very similar in uh, appearance to uh, the Dwergar, but much more slight. They don't have that kind of big stocky build that, uh, that the Dwergar have, the deep dwarves have. Um, they also are a little bit taller than the, uh, oh, sorry, no, a little bit shorter than the deep dwarves. Uh, so that's a nature check of 14. 14. Yeah. Do you want to roll? You can roll within, uh, with advantage. Do you want to roll again? Oh, I did. Oh, I can only see the 14. Uh, oh yeah. On Dina Beyond, if you right click, you can oh, um, choose to roll with advantage. So it does the fantastic. We've been oh. doing this. We've been doing this so differently. <laughs> 14. As you examine the figure, you do know a little bit about Darrow. Darrow generally are considered quite dangerous. The Dwergar that you were, uh, I'm going to say with at this point in time, um, were quite suspicious of the Darrow, calling them vicious and brutal and, and mad. The Sverniblin that you've interacted with also were, uh, were pretty similarly of that opinion, describing them as murderously insane for the most part. Um, they I are... quickly grab a rock and yeah. uh, attempt to just clock the Owlin um, in the, the head or chest or something just to grab his attention. Fantastic. Do you want to make me, I'm going to say a, uh, let's say an athletics check. Athletics or acrobatics, uh, your choice. <laughs> I'm <Athletics>. a paladin. <laughs> <laughs> I got a dex of four. It's not that bad. 18. Hey, 18. <laughs> Niles. A rock sails out of the darkness. What? Can I use my monk ability to try and capture it? <laughs> Do you want to use your, uh, is it the um, catch missiles? Was yeah, it the, catch yeah. missiles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Of course you can. It is a missile. Um, you don't know it's coming. So what I'll get you to do to see if you're able to detect yeah. this. Could you roll me a perception <laughs> check? Yeah. Because you don't know this is coming. I want a perception That's check. That's true. Actually, yeah. what, actually, what's your passive perception? We probably should use your passive perception. Uh, 15. 15. I'm going to say 15 is just enough to it. The last second, 16 would have been like immediately just yeah. turn around and grab it. Know exactly where it's come from. 15 sort of just below as the rock suddenly sails out of the darkness. This rush of air is all that alerts you. And it takes all of your concentration to suddenly turn and bat this rock away from colliding with your chest rather than catching it. You sort of bat it off to the side and as yeah. it strikes the stone, this hollow echoing noise rings out through the chamber. I immediately like look to where into the direction it came from, and with my 120 feet dark vision, do I see anything? Do I see like where the rock came from, or what do I, what do I see? Looking from? looking into the darkness as you peer into the darkness, <laughs> you you can't really tell exactly where it came from. But as you do look around, and as you hear the the rocks sort of clash on the ground, a voice calls out from the darkness to the north of where you are. What? Who's there? What's that? creeping about in the darkness who's there show yourself don't hoot hoot <laughs> you're, you're pretty far away at this point you're like just so that I know just for reference how far away are you a hundred, a hundred feet away this voice is 50 feet away a hundred feet away as you go don't hoot hoot can Harry, can Harry do a perception check years to see if hundred percent 100%. You know who's not stealthy at all? Yeah. Three. A, a Goliath carrying three gnomes. <laughs> so what did Tim say? 
You don't know that yet. That's protected knowledge. A voice called out, who's there creeping around in the dark? Uh, Harry, I, nine. I, I nah, man. I rolled, another, I rolled another two on the dice. Nah, man. You do. It's, it's this, man, the, the echoes are making it very hard oh, to track. You're used, you're used to... Your, your hearing is very much specialized for... As, as a rabbit folk, I mean, evolution. Hundreds of years, thousands of years of evolution have, have keyed your anatomy and biology into detecting threats from above and threats from around you. But is- this cave is fucking up your hearing something fierce the echoes it sounds like things are coming from all around your ears are twitching constantly trying to keep a track of these noises you're not used to it yet you just you haven't acclimatized the cave environment is the um is the voice coming like that that voice that was coming from the darkness is that an audible can we hear that oh yeah all of you hear this everyone hears this everyone in the chamber including dream hears a voice shout even though i know this is probably a bad idea i I, like glance up around at the the party and i'm just like keep your voices down I do not. Alone. I do not sulk in the shadows. Who I am, Thrain. Who are you? <laughs> oh, no. I don't. Uh, I don't. I, I wouldn't. You can call me this. Tim the Enchanter. Um, for those of you who are getting the reference, this is this encounter uh, was generated by a lovely member of the community, Brun Brassax, who spent his channel points on this last session. Uh, uh, this nice. is a community-generated encounter. You too can spend channel points on giving the players advantage, disadvantage, giving me advantage or disadvantage as the DM. Um, and also summoning monsters and NPCs. Uh, this is a encounter created by one of the community. <laughs> the voice calling out steps up, and as you look towards the north, you can see a small figure stepping out onto this stone platform, just in view for those of you who have um, uh, dark vision, sort of leading up towards the the light, and probably Ember with your with your daylight, um, mm. with your drift globe around you. Even though you've dimmed the the illumination somewhat, um, it does give you a bit of a, a bit of a view. A small, wizened figure, looking like a tiny, wrinkled old man, but very, uh, yeah, very lithe, wrapped in these ragged furs, white hair, a shock of white hair pointing straight up, and a very pointy white beard straight down, giving him this kind of hourglass appearance with his uh, with his hair, holding a long staff, looking around furtively, and as he catches sight, you watch as he sort of leans in and goes, ah. Thought you were Dwerger. Where have we you not that. wandered in from? I do, have a, I do have a question for you, Tim. Were you the one that threw the rock at my friend here? So rude, asking if we throw rocks. We don't throw rocks, do we? I've never thrown a rock at anyone. Except those children I stoned. No, I've never thrown a rock at anyone. What was that? Oh, my. <laughs> what, a um, colorful, yeah. what a colorful character. Come closer, let me get a look at you. Who are you lot? What are you doing in my special cave? Oh, just, 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 just passing through, um, on our way down to the depths. Do you know anything about the poisonous mushrooms? <laughs> yeah, I know a fair bit about poisonous mushrooms. You know how to treat them? <laughs> no, I know how to make the poison worse, though. Strengthen it, distill it, make it perfect. Yes, but do you know how to make it not that? Although if you could tell us how to do that too, that'd be pretty cool. He just shrugs. Come closer. Who's, I can't, who's talking? Let me get a closer right. look at you. Shut up. Don't go closer. Hoot, hoot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, out of the darkness, a voice calls out <laughs> suddenly, Does surprisingly. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Are you just uh, going to listen to some random voices? You're worse than Tim. I hear voices. Don't do what they say or do what they say. Come closer. Let me have a look at you. I like turn around to the rest of the party and I'm like, 
Did we inhale some fumes on the way was down? Anyone, Am I going was, crazy? Was anyone else sort of... Did you hear the hoot hoot? Don't yes. you do things like that, Niles? Did anyone else hear that? Tim, did you hear that? I heard a voice trying to befuddle you. Shouldn't listen to it. They shouldn't listen. Well, they might listen, but they shouldn't listen. Well, um, did you listen? I heard it. I heard them all. All the voices talking at once. Oh. Okay, this guy is unhinged. Oh, I see. Um, well, uh, we're just going to be on our way. Uh, we're going to go into, to go, into, go into the end of the cave, and uh, uh, we'll be seeing you around, Tim. No, 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 don't, don't, don't go that way. No, no, don't, don't, don't go that way. Come this way. Come this way. Come, come, let me have a closer look at you. Uh, why do you want to do that? <laughs> With my history of the Underdark, yeah. um, can I just do a perception check just to make sure that these guys aren't sort of all distracted by the conversation while people sneak up behind them? Oh, that's a really oh. good idea, yeah. Definitely someone yeah, should do that. Idea. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> that's a great cool. call. Uh, 14. 14. And similar as Niles, I've got 120 dark Yeah. Vision. Just oh, okay. Dream. Okay. A stalactite rising from the floor has been slowly moving closer to the party. <laughs> <laughs> it's now only about 20 feet away. Could I do a um, nature check to see yeah, absolutely. if I Absolutely, hundred 100% a nature check. If rocks um, can grow ropes. Um... That's a good question. That's I, I wonder if anyone knows if rocks can mm. grow ropes. That's an eight. Nah, I mean, you've heard you've heard stories of all the monsters in the Underdark, but the problem is, right, a number of them have kind of blended together in your mind. Look, I still notice the rock is moving. Yes. I think what is in my mind is that it's more Darrow just underneath cloth pretending to be rock could be Whoa. could be an illusion maybe Whoa. maybe it's an illusion you've, you i mean you've seen the dwergar are very good at illusion magic as are the drow I mean, i'm gonna both... grab another rock and throw it at the staglatite that is slowly oh, fantastic um <laughs> while wait, please do that um and i'm also going to just so that i can keep track of what's happening i will get everyone to also click on their tokens and then click on roll initiative in dnd oh. beyond please <laughs> i just need to, i need to keep track of what's happening I just, uh, I just need to know what's happening all right give me a sec oh, oh. wow <laughs> holy shit with Amazing. a plus zero yeah boy. i rolled another two what is happening what's happening i might need to give Dave. you a uh, might need to give you a have fun have fun I mean, they're, they're, it's, it's not so bad that they're not that ones, I guess. Sorry, Lyra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, three Lyra. That's unfortunate. All right, so we've got uh, we've got Dream on uh, Dream on nineteen. We've got um, where are we? Dream Fed on the nineteen. Friends for the win. <laughs> Ember on seventeen. <laughs> Thrain on thirteen. Yeah. Harry on twelve. Lyra on three. But Niles on twenty. Uh, that is outstanding. Uh, let me just quickly get these in. It is very rare for Harry to be this uh, low on the initiative count with that plus 10 to initiative. I know. That is yeah, very let's rare. Let's get those sorted properly. Yes, that was rolling nine perceptions with a, with a plus seven. Yeah. Crap, Tim the Enchanter. Tim the Enchanter. Tim the Enchanter. Holy shit. Tim what did he get? What did, what, did, uh, what did Tim get? Sorry, let me jump back into roll 20. Whoa, Tim got a 20. <laughs> Holy shit. Sorry, I hadn't. I was still on the other page. I wasn't rolling other initiatives. You guys don't need to worry about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the rock definitely isn't joining. There's nothing to be yeah, concerned no. about. 
Let oh, me chuck sorry. on some battle music. I'm going to bring us across to the map so the audience can see the Wait, map as well. Did we talk what's, about where what's Tim... the rocks initiative? Uh, you guys, you guys don't know. What are did you talking talk about? about? Why would a rock have initiative? Did we talk about Tim the Enchanter's origin? Did we talk about that? Uh, it's a yeah. So it's it's a it's Monty um, Python, right? It's a Monty Python. Yes, that's a yeah. Monty Python reference. Yeah. Yeah, nice. One of my favorite Monty Python references. Um, so this this is this this comes courtesy Brune Brassax, who has uh, previously summoned some of my other favorites. Get on with it. He's, he, I think, was was Brune also the one who summons the drunk dwarves who uh, were teleporting in and out? I believe it was. I think it was also Brune yes. who summoned the dwarves. That was pretty fun as well. So very, very I'm going to put on some uh, put on some more appropriate music and we're going to uh, jump into a uh, series of turns. Now, um, let me just quickly pull open. So, Dream, you did an athletics check for the rock. That is a 15. Fantastic. The rock sails through the air and bounces off the outside of this stalactite. Um, I am going to add it to the uh, to the map so everyone can see it. Um, I thought you were going to say initiative and I, was, I thought you were thinking of piss. Oh no. Nothing to worry about here, everybody. Um, That's as, a cute little stalactite. As the rock bounces off the edge of this stalactite, dream you watch as tentacles begin to unfurl from its body and a mouth. At first, it looks oh, like the no. top of the stalactite is splitting in half, but you watch as it as it folds back, teeth begin to emerge from the inside. Christian, you threw a uh, roper at us during the uh, the live stage of D and D on the uh, yeah the the the, uh, the stage D and D. So I thought um, when Brune suggested, oh, he, he asked what what underdark creatures might the team encounter, <laughs> I responded with ropers are uh, in the underdark. <laughs> yeah, they're not fun. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't uh, even know if I'm safe where I am. No. Yeah, no. I'm having fun. So, Niles, you are first. Your dexterity is greater <laughs> than that of Tim's. Um, as the rock bounces <laughs> off the stalactite and clatters to the ground, the noise does draw your attention. And as you turn just a little bit to your left from where you're standing, you see this monstrous form suddenly rise up from the ground. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You see Niles's eyes... Nas's eyes are already pretty, pretty big. I mean, he is an owl, after all. Uh, they get bigger, and he just lets out a what? <laughs> um, two of you is going to be too much. Tim, Tim, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll put a timeout on this conversation. I've got a big old uh, stalactite that wants to tussle. Uh, Niles is going to punch the stalactite, I guess. Um, yeah. Well, he's not going to punch it. He's actually going to use his spear. He does have a spear at the moment. So he's going to use his spear to, I don't know, jab it in the mouth. Uh, Good luck. Yeah, we'll say it's probably not So work, move on up 5, 10, 15, 20. You can get there easily yep. with your movement speed. Absolutely, yeah. It gets into the, into the range there, and he will strike with his spear. Fantastic. Hopefully it is very slow today. As the uh, he starts running towards it, Dream's just going to shout out, no, 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 no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say, Dream, as the as the Roper emerges, you do suddenly realise, oh, you'd heard stories of these. These are not good. No. Oh, no. Well, let me just roll. Welcome to the Underdark, bitches. Um, Niles, roll some, uh, roll some attacks. Uh, That's a 20. 20, 20 is going to hit. Are you, are you nice. manually rolling like a chump? Yeah, my D and D Beyond is running really slow for some reason. Oh um, no! Yeah, that's not good. Give me a sec. 
you want me to roll damage for you? I can do it from here. Yes, yes please. Uh, so you're doing the one-handed? Uh, I'm using the spear. Perfect. So 1d6 yep. plus 5. Uh, that is 11 points. I rolled a 6. You are welcome. Oh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> you are so welcome. Uh, 6 points. Sorry, 11 points of damage because it's uh, 6 plus 5. Oh, Harry, you're above the rope in initiative. That's good. Yep. That's good. Yep. As you stab into this creature, Niles, um, the outside skin looks like stone and rock. And there's a moment where you think, is this going to pierce through its tough hide so you wait Mm. just a second and as it opens its mouth again lets out this (laughs) you just stab forwards and as you pierce into the soft flesh inside the mouth and pull back this spurt of dark purple Icarus blood sprays out and scatters across the stones yeah cool Um, I'm going to do it again so let's see how it goes that's a natural 20. Whoa. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. Is, you guys are doing a lot better against the Roper than Lord. I did when I was... <laughs> I, I, I ran away into a into a spaceship and activated a cannon. I was so scared I didn't want to touch that thing. Wow. Nas <laughs> has like, no. no idea. He's just like sees an enemy and he's like, well, I guess I'll stab it with stab my spear. It. <laughs> um, please, please roll me some damage. And uh, as we do the, uh, the better criticals, it means it's going to be... Uh, do a normal dice roll, add your bonus, and then we add a full dice roll on top of it. So the, the yeah. full value achievable on the dice. Yeah, I figure it's a good chance to like reiterate any home brew rules we use. So seven plus another six for the D6 is 13 points of damage. That is not bad. Uh, and I will use a key point to flurry of bows and hopefully get some more. Uh... Just essentially like one-handed spear letting go and like just putting the spear and just punching and kick him, just yeah. keeping that spear out of harm's yep. way at the moment. Brilliant. Yep. 27 will hit. Holy shit. Yeah, this is this is some <laughs> nice rolls. All of Dave's good rolls have gone to uh, gone to I've got, I've got the dice cards on my side tonight. 1d1 <laughs> one dream, 1d1 one dream. <laughs> I sacrificed a d20 on the altar, uh, so now <laughs> I am empowered once again. 25, that's going to hit too. Holy shit. <laughs> It's incredible. Let's go. Let's go in. Six bludgeoning damage. It's amazing. Wow. Look at you go. I'm really like in the back of my mind. Niles is like, oh, I hope, I hope I'm doing good, and I hope Th- I hope Thrain is watching. <laughs> Our sparring has uh, has uh, has uh, paid off. Oh, uh, if you if you do look at Thrain, Thrain's hundred percent like already smiling, like <laughs> yes. Alrighty. Niles, I believe that is your action, bonus action, and movement. Anything else you'd like to do? I think you're all done. Nope, I'm good. (laughs) Good work, little birds. Very nice. Tim the Enchanter looks out and goes, Oh, that's no good. No good at all. No, 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 no. (laughs) Uh, And he's going to move across onto the platform and um, looks like he's kind of muttering to himself, looking very, very distracted, very, very upset and cross. Um, actually, I would say almost like looking, yeah, looking almost a bit like scared a little bit. Uh, that is Tim's go. Dream. What would you like to do? Um, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, As you rush out into the open view, I'm going to pull open your character up and get you to describe how you appear. 
Okay, so yeah, rushing amongst the mushrooms and beside some of the uh, crystals as they give a bit of a, a different green and purple tinged aura as just like some of the other fireflies glowing when Dream starts to get close to them. Um, all these flora and fauna of the Underdark. Uh, Dream is a tall owlin, uh, around six foot four, uh, and that's under feathers, the feathers adding probably a couple of extra on top of that. Uh, stark white feathers that are covered, however, in a very uh, grey-black soot dirt across them. Uh, clothing underneath it as well that is fairly torn apart and dishevelled, but looks like it once used to possibly be monkish robes. Half a chest pauldron that covers ever so slightly um, a front area of remnants of armor that he once had and a large great sword that is uh more in design like that of a uh, double-handed katana um, following again just this this whole um monastic tradition and uh east european chinese asian s style would you say it's like a like an odachi like that sort of like yes. really long yeah 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 uh, despite, um, obviously, the sword, uh, he is currently unarmored. Uh, the, the sword and the clothing is all of the equipment that he has, other than a small sack on his waist. Um, he, I, my inventory has three items in it. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, other than the robes, um, a water skin, uh, the great sword is the only item his dream's gonna start sprinting out. Um, and sort of just silent is going to start sprinting towards the Darrow as he sees the Darrow starts sort of putting his hands down, uh, muttering something sadly, and is just going to take the dash action, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, across this bridge that he can see. Yeah. Um, and when he sees everyone else, is just going to uh, clock Niles as Niles is fighting, uh, clock the Goliath again and still is unsure about this group but doesn't want them to get eaten alive. Um, so he's just going to sprint, sprint over there and it's just silent at the moment still. And that's, as, that's my turn. As you run onto the bridge, Dream, something clearly has been done to this structure. I'm going to get you to make me a dexterity saving throw as you go oh, to sprint no. across it. It looks like the bridge has potentially been trapped. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's a that's four. A <laughs> um, as you rush across the bridge, Dream, the wooden beams that you're striding across just cave out from underneath you. And the speed, I'd probably say even like the, uh, you described sort of looking back and clocking Niles and Thrain, that moment yeah. of distraction is just enough. And as you plunge forwards through, you throw your hands up to grab onto the edge of the bridge, but it's just not quick enough. And you plunge through into the icy water underneath. Well, you thought it was water at first. The outside of this, the outside of your skin begins to tingle and burn a little bit as the oh, water no. begins to eat away at you. It doesn't seem to have oh. done any damage yet, though. What? <laughs> it's, it's not a gelatinous pool. I will just say that because I can oh, see the look of fear. Are thinking weird shaped gelatinous cube? It's not a weird shaped gelatinous thinking. cube. It's not a weird shaped gelatinous cube. We've introduced this okay. new character and he's going to get. No, 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 I swear, it's not, I'm not, I'm not that DM. You guys know me better than that. It's, I'm not I, that know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, in a fight or flight situation, Dream's going to choose fight. 
Uh, and for the end of his turn, he's simply going to start concentrating as he starts getting ready to like just grab the great sword with one of his hands. Uh, if whatever around him is dangerous, or even if it's not to, then rush out towards Tim as he might be running out of time. Like moments like this, uh, every second counts, and he, he's going to start casting thunderous smite. Uh, so concentrating on that until he makes an attack that hits. Brilliant. Yeah, it's, it seems like the water itself is slightly caustic. Maybe hundreds of years of limestone leaching into this water have turned it into quicklime. Not like not like industrial quicklime, because that eats metal, <laughs> but like a, a mild, natural occurring quicklime. Uh, Ember, it is your turn. Oh, so nice and dark. I've seen Niles rush in to attack the big rock thing. Let me let and... me update your lighting. So you have um, the drift globe, which is emitting light up to because if you if you just pull off the outer section, it'll suddenly start emitting light sixty feet away from you. So how about I do this? How's that? Awesome. Yeah, because I think as soon as I start seeing you know a booby trap bridge, someone falling into that, Niles starting to attack, I'd be ripping off whatever that cloth is. Let the room light up even if it's uncomfortable for other people <laughs> but yep and uh i'd tell flicko go get in there so i'd get him to <laughs> appear right next to the stalactite and he has to make a uh yep a dc saving throw and it is a deck saving throw i believe for flicko? yes yes it yeah. is Decks. That is the that is a good stat to target on a roper, a creature that is a stalactite with tentacles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is going to be a. I'm guessing a three doesn't pass. No, it does not. So he is taking. What's that? Eleven points of fire damage. Nice. That's maximum damage. Nice. I would like to add that uh, Ember has essentially cast uh, HM Flash in Rock yes. Tunnels. Yes. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm still waiting to learn Cut Surf. We'll be yeah. here eventually. <laughs> um, You'll be able to access this. Very, very Pokemon esque rather than like, please help. It's just like, you know what? Come on. Come on. There's another person staring at me. They want to fight, obviously. They've made eye contact. Oh. Flicker, I choose you. <laughs> They've only got one eye, but it's still technically eye contact. So let's do this. Sure. <laughs> um, and then doing that, I'd get him to also um, come back 15 feet back towards me. So he'd do his teleportation back as my bonus action. Yep. So oh. again, another dexterity uh, saving throw. Wildfire Druids, man. Absolutely batshit crazy. Uh, that's a 14. Does that pass or fail? Uh, that is, I believe it is a pass. I think it is a 14. Yeah. So, is yeah. taking Nard with him? Uh, well, at this stage, I mean... No, fuck him. That's <laughs> what I'm hearing. <laughs> the way that it works is that it's, it's a creature that um, is, you know, willing. is willing to. So would you want to be standing could, next to this creature uh, still, you can. You know you guys can, can shout out quick, like, I, I'm going to pull you away. Thumbs up. <laughs> Uh, yeah. No, no, yeah. Niles is, Niles, Niles is probably happy to just back off for now. Cool. Niles. Yeah, he, will, he, will, he will only go with the... With, with I only mentioned that because I was like, when you first ran up shouting, no, 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 no! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Niles yeah. is like, why is that Al so... He's got his feathers in a fluff, doesn't he? <laughs> I'm falling he's, down the bridge. He's hooting and tooting yeah. all over the place. Where's he gone? <laughs> Man, you were uh, shouting no, 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 like preemptively knowing that you would fall into the castle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ember, I believe that is your turn, unless you wanted to move. Uh, yeah, I might just move a couple feet. Like, Reeves, so Ember ran feet. away. 
Yeah, just off to the side, like maybe ten feet. Or so as you as you get to the there, way. as you get to there, some battle music starts and a Gia dude pops out. It wasn't a rock; it was a Gia dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be in this cave for the next ten hours as yeah. Gia dude just keep popping up every second. <laughs> oh, another Zubat! <laughs> oh, the Zubats! Yeah. It's life. The rain. It is your turn. Um, so I'm going to. I'm. I'm staring at the roper. A giant smile has crossed the Thrain's fa face. Oh yeah. He um. Okay, little ones, it's time to jump off. So um, with that, I, I if the, the gnomes, gnomes climb down, the one who's unconscious just drops. <laughs> perfect. I um. Yeah, I almost have like this like massive grin across my face. I run forwards. Past Flicker, past Niles. Yep. Just give Flicker a little pat on the head as you rush past. Um, and then, yeah, as I'm running past Niles and Flicker, um, there's almost like this gathering blizzard starts forming around me. And then I start um, growing in size as I rage with my bonus action. Fantastic. As you take on the form of a large creature, your clothing magically shifting and changing to move with you as you almost grow to the size of an actual giant stomping through the cavern towards the Rupa. Would you like to make some attacks? Yes, I will. <laughs> bring, bring it on. I haven't fought a rock before. This, this should be fun. Um, and perfect. All right. So I'm going to uh, do a great axe attack. And because I am a barbarian, I'm going to reckless attack. Brilliant. So you may with advantage. roll with advantage. So 22 to hit. 22 will hit. Nine, uh, nine slashing. slashing. What I'm going to do is as well on that one, I'm going to do a frost strike. So once per turn, when you hit a creature with uh, a target with a uh, weapon attack or range weapon attack, I can imbue it, imbue the attack. So it'll be the frost strike. So um, it'll take an additional D, uh, 1d6. Mm-hmm. Of cold uh, and damage, and then do a Constitution saving throw, and if it passes, if it doesn't pass, then no speed for it. Oh, wow. uh, that is a Constitution of nineteen. All right, so that's fine. That's no issues. But the the frost damage Green still goes damage. through. Yep. Um, I think uh, yeah, the Constitution saving throw is only f uh, to see if its speed is reduced to zero yep. or not. That's correct. Very very Kratos as you slam the Leviathan axe uh, into the Roper's side and sort of channeling the ice through it, frost spreads out from that point and uh, almost covers the wound in ice, the blood freezing into these jagged shards. The edge I also the forgot to add uh, two plus melee damage as it's well for the rage. Um, and I'm going to attack again because we're level five. Whoa. So yet again, recklessly attacking, 26 to hit, 13, 15 slashing damage. 15 Ooh. slashing damage. Brilliant. I will mark that off. Perfect. And is that, uh, yeah, sorry, that is plus your um, rage. Brilliant. Anything else on yep. your turn, Thrain? Um, I'm just having a quick read. No, no, that's all good. It's my bonus action, main action done. So it is my turn done. Perfect. Harry, it is your turn, my friend. Easy. Um, will I have... Um, oh, is it too easy? I'll, I'll, I'll add two more ropers. Hang on, let me just... <laughs> done. Um... <laughs> Uh, actually, can Harry look around to see if there is another Roper? 100%. Do you want make a perception rock? check? Yes. Uh, this is a free action? Uh, I, I'd say that just, like, taking a moment to pause and look around, you can use this as a bonus action. Real-life rogue. Net 20. <laughs> yeah. Natural oh, 20. Yeah, yeah, 20. Holy wow. shit. Made up for all the spots. You give him a free roll. Now we have to pay. It wasn't a free roll. <laughs> you can use his bonus action. This is classic rabbits. 
this is classic Rabbit. When when the fight or flight is happening, the adrenaline's pumping, and they are just wired. Harry, <laughs> as you look around the cave nearby, you see no evidence of any other animate stalactites. However, because it is a nat 20, and I do believe in crit passing and crit failing on skill checks and ability saves, shoot me. Um, even though the Roper specifically has a thing that says it is indistinguishable from a normal K function, your bunny-like instincts, your prey animal instincts, up towards the northwest, you swear you're getting a bad vibe from up there. Something seems to have moved from that direction. Can't see the source of it now, but there's a lot of stalactites around there. Okay. Um, One of them could be... Yeah, some sort of thing, maybe. Or just a trick of the eye, who knows? Um, would I have heard the bridge break? Yeah, you would have heard, with a natural 20 on your perception, you even hear the sounds of uh, Dream splashing in the water and then the sound of the sword unsheathing as well. Okay, well, Harry will use his... Can I add one more thing to your natural 20 perception? Yeah, you also, I would love to. You also that. hear Tim yes. the Enchanter as well. Why only one? No, 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 no. The second one's got to get him at the same time. Tear them between the middle. Fresh meat, flesh meat. Is what you get. Oof, okay. Hey, guys, I think there is another one of those uh, things over this direction. Um, so, like, uh, be careful. <laughs> um, okay, so Harry wants to help the person who tried to help them because he is out of gold. Um, so he's in the <laughs> but he stole. <laughs> uh, 30 feet. Bonus action dash another 30 feet to here. Amazing. He, he, you, you are right there, mate? Uh, no. I, it feels really, really gross. Yeah, it, it looks it looks pretty bead. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, Harry, with your natural 20, the water has a slight green tinge to it. Um, why this owl is going for a swim right now in this clearly fetid water? Weird decision. How deep is it? Um, pretty deep. The, where the where the owlin has fallen in at the edge of the uh, edge of the pool is a bit shallower. Only looks about sort of ten feet deep. But right underneath the very centre of the bridge and over towards the uh, the deeper pool section to the left, you can't even see the bottom, even with a natural twenty. Um, from where I am, would tying a rope somewhere and throwing it to him be helpful to him, or is it just easier yeah. to jump up the other side? I mean, the, the, so the, it's a bit of a, a sheer edge, probably about uh, eight feet up to get to the top there. But I mean, if you were to get halfway onto the bridge and tie a rope and then have that sort of dangling over the edge, I mean, that that would definitely be helpful to either get up on this would, side or on the other side of the, the rift in the bridge. Would that... I've done uh, my movement, my bonus action... To move some more, I can use my action to dash. Well, but then would the, you let me tie your, the rope? Your incredible perception check was a bonus action, so I'd say at this point you've used your action to dash. Okay. Can I tie a rope and throw it from here? Or is that end of my action? Probably not from here. I think you might have run out of uh, run out of puff. Okay. I will um, sit here like a good rabbit and in, keep in, my in six seconds. In six seconds, you ran sixty feet and like had a good enough look that you could see the entire contents of the cavern. That's not bad for six seconds. Yep. Ultra instinct yeah, yep. moment. Ultra Pretty instinct good. moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Harry is watching over here. Yeah, just as well, Harry, because uh, sure enough, hidden amongst the crystals uh, is indeed another Roper um, emerging suddenly tentacles lash out 
I'm going to go for the ones where the one down in the south with Thrain, Niles, Lyra, and Ember first. Um, here's what happens. Tendrils suddenly shoot out from the center of this creature, flying out to try and grapple all four of you. Oh. It has oh, no. four attacks with its tendrils. Thank you, Brood Brass Axe. That is a 17 for Niles. Uh, that's gonna. I think that's gonna hit. Uh, that's a natural 20 for three. <laughs> so sorry. Whoa. 14 for Lyra, but Ember, that's a nine. Oh, well. Lyra's in the clear too. Lyra's in the clear too. Question. Yeah. Does size factor into this at all? Uh, not for the tendril, um, but it. Uh, no, doesn't factor into any of these, unfortunately, because ah, it no, is a large no creature. Issue. Sorry. No, that's all you. Uh, so all of you who got hit, so that's Niles and Thrain, both of you are grappled. And you are restrained, giving you disadvantage on strength checks and strength saving throws. Oh dear. And attack rolls, right? Uh, Just says strength checks and saving throws. But while you're grappled, you also have... um, uh, While you're restrained, you have disadvantage on attack rolls. So yeah, part of the restraint gives you that as well. In addition to the... In addition to that, because that's not quite enough, the Roper also gives you disadvantage on strength and strength saving throws. (laughs) Just because, hey. Uh, Next up the Roper reels the two of you in. Um, ah! It is easy enough. Thrain is already there. Niles, you are pulled directly past Thrain, right up to the Roper. The Roper is then going to proceed to make one bite. Um, oh, no! Christian, you're new and people don't hate you yet. Could you please roll me a D4? If it's odds, it's Niles. If it's even, it's Thrain. And this way, it's your fault, not my fault. The Roper does it things. is even. Evens is Thrain. Thrain. That's cool. The Roper then tries to bite you. Uh, Does a uh, 19 hit. Yep. That is going to be... Oh, fuck me. I am so sorry. That is 26 points of damage. (laughs) So sorry. So let's reduce that by 13. Yes. Is it all piercing? It's all piercing. Okay. And then I'm going to do a Stone's Endurance. Nice. So I only take one damage. This is what you're for. Wow, that's that's it. Because as I the Roper, it, so as the Roper bites into you, yeah, one the da- ice one that coats your body suddenly hardens around you, forming this almost like oh. frost shield that shatters under the Roper's bite, but does prevent you taking this attack. Um, <laughs> you think you've brought me in, but you've I'm already here. You didn't have to do this. I want to go. Let's go, Rock Man. I don't care. I don't want to go. The Roper, the Roper goes. <laughs> Right in your face. Um, Harry, uh, that is an oh, 11 man. to hit you. That is a miss. Dream, mm-hmm. you are not visible to the Roper from its current position, and as you have fallen oh. through the bridge, the Roper cannot see you from where it is. Flatten I just the checked there. For the win. <laughs> <laughs> that's worked out quite well. Harry, that's an 11. I don't think that hits you, does it? Nope, it does not. Second Roper, absolutely done goofs. But I've got some really good news. Because the Roper can still go for any creatures it hasn't already targeted that are within 50 feet and thank goodness Lyra you are within 45 feet of the rope so it is oh, also going to have Amber within 50 as well Amber is also within 50 Amber's not within 50 of the second one no way Flicker. Tim the Enchanter oh. I think is in 50 oh. no, 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 sorry, 55 um, not Amber, the, um, Flicker Flicker, 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 Flicker is too thank you Harry yeah, Flicker should also how, how far is 
Oh, Tim the Enchanter. Yeah, Tim the Enchanter's just out of range <laughs> at the moment. Uh, Ember, no, sorry, Lyra, that's a 10 to hit you. I, I cannot hit Lyra. Oh, Flicker, that's a 21. Ooh. Flicker yeah. okay. uh, is pulled 25 feet towards the Rupa. So that's okay. a grappling that's a move, yeah? Yeah. So if he's got his condition immunities is against grappling. So oh. is he actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. If he's it immune to being grappled, his, it just goes through. Yeah, it's yeah. like a corporeal, like it's a made of fire. Weapon. Yeah, that's perfect. Thank God, I, I did not want to kill another pet. Does Flicker like use double team agility? Yes, or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Flicker uses double team. Just goes through one of them, right? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, as the as the rope tries as this massive tentacle <laughs> tries to grab Flicker, it just goes straight through Flicker, and um, unfortunately also misses Lyra. Lyra. It is your turn. Um, oh, this so, five, ten. Uh, I think just seeing the sheer volume of damage that it would have done to Thrain, um, <sighs> she is just calling well, Thrain looks on. fine. Thrain's got a tiny cut on his arm. I mean, a paper cut would be just as bad. big ass teeth, man. He's <laughs> just got a paper cut. Thrain, Thrain's laughing. Thrain's challenging this thing. He looks fine. happy. Yeah, I'm having fun. Yeah. It's, it's mouth is like I'm having a surprise for your body, Lyra. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, yeah you, actually, you would exactly only. fit between its teeth. I will wow. say this, for Lara's point of reference, though, Thrain is always laughing and having fun in whatever combat he's in, no matter how damage he's gotten. So that's not yeah. a very good indicator. No. Uh, she doesn't look like fun. Uh, look like so she, she's calling on the spores of the mushrooms that are around her, and um, she's uh, summoning her mushroomy symbiote, um, bringing Ooh, back old yes. Swampy. Okay, as you summon your mushroom symbiote, in the humid, damp environment of the Underdark. Describe how Swampy normally looks, and then I'm going to change some things. Normally, it's he's looking just like your typical Swamp Monster. So, like, green, oozy, you know, big and tall, stands over, like, hollow black eyes and mouth. Maybe, like, with a bit of, like, a weird cartoonish sort of two front teeth, but yeah, other yeah. than that, just very ropey. You see every yeah, week monster. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of in in my mind this whole time I've kind of been picturing from Laputa Castle in the Sky, you know the robots that are overgrown with moss yeah. and lichen. I was kind of picturing that a little bit, but um the two mm. front teeth have kind of smashed that mental image completely now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Swampy is bioluminescent, Lyra. The dark green is even darker, taking on this slight purplish appearance, and there are streaks of bioluminescent light throughout his body. And as the eyes turn towards you, no longer hollow pits, they glow with a soft, uh, sort of like a, a, a blue-green vertigrous glow. Hell yeah. Wow. And then I think uh, with my bonus action, um, I'm going to just... Uh, shall I lay up and... Sort of, you know, stand there ready to swing for the fences. You're going to melee draw this. Okay. <laughs> sure. Let's do it. Uh, any yeah. movements? Pulled in closer. I think just trying to get the fuck away from that. And I'm like, she wanted to go help Harry and uh, the uh, mysterious bird that got pulled into the lake, but she is scared shitless of these two ropers. So yep, fair enough. she is going uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. 30, just as far away from the other one as she From can. the distance, Lyra, as you begin to sprint out of there, you hear the sound of coconuts and Tim the Enchanter singing, Raise Lyra, ran away, 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 just in the corner. <laughs> you run away and you live! <laughs> <laughs> That's not a guarantee. Uh, anything else in your turn, Lyra? Nah. 
Back up to the top, Niles. Ooh. Oh man, this rope has got you in its clutches. Uh, you are grappled, your speed is zero, and uh, you are currently restrained, which gives yes. you a speed of zero, which you already have. Uh, attack rolls have disadvantage, the attack rolls you make have disadvantage, and you have disadvantage on decks or strength saving throws. You, If you want to escape the grapple, um, it is going to be a uh, it is going to be an action to try and escape the grapple. Hey, yeah, Niles is not having a good. Or side. you could try and attack the tentacle that's holding you. Yeah. Um. First of all, Niles is going to, as he flails around uh, helplessly um, in the clutches of this tentacle, he's going to use a bonus action to uh, try and synchronize with his with the movements of this creature and try and uh, uh, ready himself for any potential uh, damage that he might take. So he's going to use his synchronize ability uh, yes. with the way of the sympathy monk. Um, and uh, then he, well, with that in the back of his mind, hopefully going to resist some damage if he takes it, uh, he's going to use his action to um, start punching the tentacle to try and get it to release him. Um, yeah, absolutely. So Niles, uh, so that you know Christian is playing a homebrew monk class called the Way of Sympathy that I have been developing with Matt. It's very much based on this idea of like aligning your key to your opponents and kind of shifting your um, key flow within yourself. So one of the abilities is to align yourself to the creature's initiative to either change your initiative to match its or change its initiative to match you. Um, the... If you bring that roper to a 20 initiative, I will <laughs> run out of this gelatinous cube and slap you. Gelatinous pub, please. Uh, <laughs> but this one that he's using, which is um, synchronize, uh, gives you resistance uh, to the next attack of the creature. Um, yeah, okay. Which is very, very handy. Spending a key point gives yeah. you resistance. Uh, sorry, when I should say it gives you resistance to its attacks until the start of your next turn. So you get a, a round of resistance to this one creature that you align yourself to and synchronize with. Yep. Very nice. Um, Anything else am, I with, am I attacking with disadvantage? You are, unfortunately, while you are currently grappled by these danger okay. noodles. I believe that's the uh, professional right, term. So that's a, a 16 Six, or a 19. 16 is not enough, sorry. That's As you try fine. to strike out, I... the rope just tightens around you. I'll do it again with a second attack. Ooh! 23 and 20. The 20 hits. Yes. That is going to be six bludgeoning damage. Holy nice. shit. Nicely done. Ah. Nice. Anything else on uh, your turn? Rubber banding on the rope arm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. I, yeah. I kind of like the idea is the rope lifts you up to get a closer look at you. You just go, ha, ah, and just jab it in the <laughs> eye. <laughs> yeah. He probably does see the eye, actually, as a potential weak spot, but he's trying to focus on the tentacle first and foremost. Fantastic. Um, that's all Niles can do. He's still at the mercy of this uh, this creature, I guess. Brilliant. Um, but yeah, he'll, he'll hang Tim around. the Enchanter. Uh -huh. Tim the Enchanter watching you plunge into the drink dream rushes over and goes, Oh, mm, fall in the water. Oh, does he need help? Probably needs our help. Should we help him? Oh, maybe. Mm, should we help you? He calls out to you, Dream. Uh, you may respond as a free action. <laughs> uh, does my passive insight of <laughs> a nine <laughs> um, <laughs> help me in this moment? The, previ the previous comments stand. This Darrow is insane. More, more so than you'd been led to believe. When you'd spoken to the, the Sverniblin and when you'd heard from the Dwerga, uh, you hadn't really envisioned this level of insanity. It seems like this is a special case. Uh, 
No, no, I'm okay. I meant to do this. Thank you. Oh, it doesn't want to help. What about the rabbit? He calls out to you, Harry. You're muted, you, Dave. You're muted, Dave. Classic Dave. Classic. What, what, what about the rabbit? Do you want? <laughs> do you want help, rabbit? Yeah, no. right, it's such an innocent little woodland creature lost in the depths. It wants help, doesn't it? It wants help. He calls out to you, Harry. No, no, I, I, I like, I like being by myself. So no, it, it's, it's all good. Fine, then we'll help the Roper. Um, he points a <laughs> finger at the Roper. Um, and you watch as a uh, beam of magical energy shoots out of his hands, sixty feet long, and smashes into the Roper. Unfortunately, Harry, because this is a beam from here, you are <laughs> you are within the range for this. Could you please make me a dexterity saving throw, please? I, I, I see it. I see it. No hill. No <laughs> Sorry, you just happen to be in the way. <laughs> um, wait a second. I can add my reaction. Yes. Yeah. To increase that by a d4, I believe. This is a uh, Harangon special trait, I believe, from memory. Hair trigger or something? Hair trigger. That's yeah, it. that's right. Hair trigger adds to my initiative. Lucky footwork. Ah, uh, that's oh, that a d4. That's it. I will add a d4. Oops, sorry. That's the. That's not the roll button. I rolled it. Oh, oh okay. I just got. Oh, yeah. You rolled a lot of fours. Yeah. I'm pleased. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Hang on. Can we? Just, you got four. Does it automatically just give a four. You got three fours in a row. Three Surely fours, not. 16. That's some lucky footwork. Oh, it's very <laughs> lucky footwork. Can you try that again? That's not. That's not. I think it just gives. Yeah. yeah it, does. it just gives a four. It just gives a four every time, mate. It's <laughs> <laughs> a one. No, no, no. There's a one. There's Did a you one. click on the? Oh shit. Oh, it does give other. It does give other answers. Did we just roll that many fours. What? Thanks for the stream. It's onto that. us. Wow. That's Thank God that Dave did that because. One, two, three, oh. four, five fours in a row on a D four. I've never seen that. I know. I know people. Three twos before yeah. Dave, and now you had four. Yeah. Four <laughs> Consistency. You're building up. When you get up to twenties and you get four twenties in a row, you're going to be laughing. Um, so that means you, you had an eighteen. Uh, yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah if we had all right? them together, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so fourteen <laughs> no, 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 plus yeah, a one yeah, is a fifteen. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, no. Like I, that... Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, wait, wait I mean, oh, take the four. Yeah, we'll take the four because it is. Yeah, yeah, it is yeah, apologies, <laughs> apologies, <laughs> apologies, <laughs> apologies, <laughs> apologies. Eighteen. Eighteen. Harry, I don't. Harry, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to make you sad, but the DC was twelve. But I'm really pleased that you got that high roll. You passed anyway. Um, it's a reaction. It's a reaction. As the as this beam of energy shoots out from Tim, you were kind of clued in that Tim was not potentially trustworthy asking for help. And so you were kind of watching him already. And as this beam of light shoots out from him, you dodge and duck underneath it. As it strikes into the roper, who does, excuse me, who does fail his deck save, that is going to be 27 points of chromatic, uh, chromatic damage, which is radiant. There we go. As it smashes into the rope, it screams, and Tim goes, oh, it's too bright, as he looks down at the beam of light. Um, that is Tim's go. beam. Dream. Yeah, I was going to say, Tim's the one that shouts that it's too bright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim's, Tim's a few marbles short of a set. Tim's a few uh, units short of a, a Warhammer 40k game. He's not quite ready to, to play. Dream, I pass over to you. It's your turn. Uh, does anything happen on the start of my turn? Uh not on the start of your turn. Not on the start of your turn. 
Okay, well, I'm going to, I'm just, if, if everything's fine, I'm just going to move to there. As you climb on out, it takes uh, half your movement to kind of to clamber up the edge of the ruined bridge, um, but you yep. get to the edge of it feeling pretty safe. Okay. I don't though, but we'll stick with what you're saying. <laughs> you don't feel safe then. As your subconscious whispers, <laughs> your subconscious whispers to you like, no, 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 there's nothing, there's no safe place here. There is no place to be safe. There's okay. And as uh, I run along the edges of this water, that definitely is fine. Um, yeah, I'm going to uh, pull myself out uh, as seeing that Tim is distracted, sort of covering his eyes and having shot a beam off towards Harry. I'm just going to shout out towards Harry, uh, careful behind you, uh, so that he can step, keep an eye on the roper. And then with sword fully extended now, uh, I would like to make a attack against <gasps> Tim. But Tim's helping. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, he's 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 not not helping by helping the Roper. Uh, yeah. Would you like to make some attacks, please, Dream? Um, <laughs> ignore it, fair enough. <laughs> he's helping. He's not helping. He's helping. He's helping. He's, helping. he's not, helping. not helping. Define helping, though. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. Look, I don't quite believe it. Um. So the first one is going to come in for a. Natural 20! Holy oh, shit. Natural 20 on the first oh, weapon attack. Nice. And as a paladin, I would like to use my combo, please. Um, um, so, still Thunder is smite as well. You get no way you're going to divine smite on a crit? On a crit? Um, no. What? No yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, I had, a, I had Thunder of smite ready. I'm you going did. to consume a second level spell slot, and I'm going to use my stone giant strike, uh, stone strike, to add on to that as well. Um, so... It is going to be plus um, six, uh, plus 12, 18. Um, so 18 plus another six. Oh my god. Uh, ooh, it's like 24 plus another six, 30 plus 3d8. What's 3d8 in total? Uh, 24. Um, 24, 30 plus 24, 54 damage. Yep. Plus whatever I roll. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, we, do play, we do play with the improved crits. Yeah. Because so. he's critting, he's critting on everything. The, everything. Um, yeah. Divine smite. And he, has a, and he has a lot of hit die yeah. going in there. So, wow. Uh, this is okay, going to so be. 54 bad. plus this plus two. So this plus 56. This is this is going to be going to be pretty brutal for Tim the Enchanter. Uh, 34. 86, 86, 90 points of damage in total. Uh, you behead nice. Tim the Enchanter. Wow. <laughs> How do you want to do Tim. this? How do you want to do this? Uh, so the Stone Giant and the Thunder Smite would require a saving throw if he was still alive, otherwise pushing back each of them 10 feet. Rather than pushing him back what would have been 20 feet, I'm just going to... Uh, Sayatama slam him with the blunt end of my blade rather than decapitating him and his body is just going to fly as far as it can in a straight line before it hits the cavern wall um, with that much damage Tim goes to throw up a magical shield as his reaction it is not enough your sword comes down like the wrath of the gods itself the hilt slamming through the shield shattering the magic there's a moment of panic and you hear Oh, as the sword then collides with him, <laughs> sending him flying backwards. As he smashes into the wall, you hear something crack deep within. And as his spine kind of splinters back, his head sort of lolling back, eyes wide, he looks and goes, Oh! And slumps down to the ground, unmoving. Oh, jeez. 
I'm I'm glad this guy's on our side. <laughs> wow, that was really impressive. Uh, <laughs> Dream's just going to sort of whisper to himself, there must always be a losing side. Uh, and then turn back towards the uh, the two ropers now that this psycho um, Darrow that definitely was doing something. He's just been here for two hours and I also probably heard the mumbling of like, there's two of them, why aren't the two of them attacking? Uh, he then just strikes his own companion if the roper is his companion. Dream still feels bad, but it was a necessary evil. I will Dream add is- one more thing you see, Dream, as his body smashes into the wall. It knocks over one of the barrels. Piles of bloodied clothing okay, fall yeah. out onto the floor. Yeah, Dream's not a good paladin. Dream isn't a good paladin. He is a neutral paladin. Um, my oath is not towards protecting people. It's it's something else. Uh, yeah, crush him. And uh, that is going to be my action. Uh, Divine Smite and the Stone Giants are both just on hit, so I still have a bonus action. You still this have turn. a bonus action if you'd like to use it. I think you, still use have an, you still have an attack as well because you, you get extra true, attack true, 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 true. for a pelly. Um, I'm going to against you there, unless you want to attack yeah, the barrel. <laughs> uh, thinking, <laughs> barrel. Ah! It's a mimic to um, Satine uh, and. I know this is a, a, a definitely very like incelly, but seeing a female for the first time in a long time, seeing Lyra, uh, I'm just gonna use my channel divinity as a sort of images flicker of this female owl and and us dancing together. Um, for harness divine power, I'm gonna give myself a spell slot back of level two. Fantastic, Ember. It is your turn. Uh, I've just seen a giant beam of light being shot at. The groper that just misses Harry and a guy. I like that you called it the groper. That's good. Oh, whatever it is. <laughs> no, it's now canonically the groper. It, it, try, it tried to grope everyone. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's groping me at the moment, so. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Gentle caress. So, um, first thing I'm going to do is yell out to flick up, flick up, get them out. So he's going to run, what, over, under, throw, whatever way it works, jumping between him and Niles. Yeah. He's going to turn to the Groper and he's going to go, he's going to imitate part of what he did when he was attacking uh, Thrain. Go, yep. ah! Flick both <laughs> of his hands up like he's, nice. I don't know, try, again, trying to intimidate. And then. He's casting, he's using well, intimidate! <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, ah! And he then watches he, these uh, like bars hang down as the Roper's attack is lowered. <laughs> and uh, he's going to teleport both Thrain and Niles 15 feet. Backwards. Which ends the grapple. Yay! I actually will not allow that to happen. Oh, Thrain oh. resists. I do. I want to be there up close with fighting the Rupert. Yeah, you coward. I don't run. You're the leader of a coward running away from battle. I appreciate, I appreciate the thought, though. Oh, it, so doesn't, oh, it doesn't sound like Jared it, does. You watch as Thrain gives you a middle finger and then carries on. <laughs> no, he just sort of starts laughing, I think. Actually, you know what Thrain would be doing right now, actually? I would be sucking in air into my lungs. That's all I'm going to say for now. Oh, no. Fair enough. Okay, well, uh, he's going to make a, a, a dexterity saving throw, the, uh, the creature. And I did, Thrain, and it actually. is a fail. It is an 11. Okay, when Thrain's going to make one as well, then, because he's going to be within five feet. Of the uh, fire. No Let me mm. have a quick look at something. Does my danger sense go off against this? It's an area effect, so yes, it would. It just says, yeah, dex saving throws against effects that I can see. Yeah, this is an area effect that you can see. I mean, you've seen Flicker vanish and create little bursts of fire where he leaves every time 
Probably about eight or nine times now. 18, so probably half. Uh, 18, and the Roper has already failed. Oh, did you roll twice? Oh, because I have advantage with dangerous. Oh, advantage. of course. Um, yeah. yeah, so 18, I'm guessing, is a pass ember. Uh, yes, it would be. Roper definitely failed. If he's also... If he's restrained, it would be a flat roll. Yeah. Oh, true. So we'll just take the first one. Yes, that's right. You are. You do have disadvantage on uh, deck saves because you are restrained. So that's the 11. So I'm guessing that is a fail, same as the Roper. Yeah. So boom, boom, boom. Is, uh, so that should be five. Should be plus my proficiency bonus, which is another three fire damage. So oh, that's fine. I, I do respect Thrain for taking full damage and not just being a basic bitch bear totem. Yeah. Exactly. Dom, half of the giants. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. As I'm saying, as a forever DM, it, it's either Every, Moon Druids yeah. or uh, Bear Totems. Bear, bear. So, we, we actually don't have. We don't have a Moon Druid. We don't <laughs> have a Bear Totem. Everyone's playing the, fun, honest, the like, fun subclasses. I'll be honest. The moment like we were doing giant theme, and then the yeah. giant yeah. book came out, and I saw the giant subclass for barbarians, I was like, yeah. all right. So we so we announced this completely giant-centered campaign as a result of the players' decisions at the end of Tyranny of Dragons three months before D&D Beyond announced that we were going to do Big Bs, and we started the campaign two months before Big Bs came. Um, that announcement came, so it was such good timing for us. It was Great timing. Perfect yeah. timing. Um, you got three druids this game. <laughs> two, two, we've had three druids, one for the previous campaign, two in this one. We had, we had a moon druid oh, in there. Uh, three, actually. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, had yeah, um, yeah. Circle of the Stars oh, because uh, Michael yeah, yeah. and oh, yeah, right. actually we, we had yeah actually if, if Simon had joined while Michael was still here we would have had three druids Circle of Wildfire yeah. Circle of Stars <laughs> Circle of Spores would have been a heavy druid party that would have been amazing Ember anything else on your turn yep so that's my bonus action yeah. as my action I'm going to uh, do uh, produce flame I'm going to throw some fire at him yeah absolutely so, ranged spell is... attack 25. 25 is going to hit. Nicely. You guys are rolling well. Beautiful. And that is... Nine. Fire damage. Ember, how do you want to do this? Yeah, uh, nice. I just imagine that it hits it. It looks like it's going to fizzle out, and then all of a sudden he just bursts into flame. It's... Yeah, I love the idea of the, as the roper goes to bite into Thrain, the mouth opens wide. You just get this shot of fire underneath Thrain's arm right into the Roper's mouth and as it closes down shutting its maw the rotten gases of digesting flesh that are building up within it ignite the flame causing the Roper to explode with a soft <laughs> as it just literally pops like a very <laughs> wow. wet rotten balloon Thrain you are just showered in like, like chunks of Roper as it just almost explodes <laughs> just very not not a massive detonation just the whole top of it just goes as the gases ignite with this fire. <clears throat> uh, you are no longer restrained as you just, like, slough off the tentacles. Uh, anything yeah. else on your turn, Ember? That was very nice. Uh, yeah, uh, knowing that... What was it? I, uh, I think I'm still just out of range of the other one, so I'll probably yeah, probably stick where I am or maybe move five feet next to, to Flicker. Head up to, to Flicker and Nimes. Brilliant. Thrain. That All right. fucking furbog stole your kill. It did. Again, um, this is the second time, Thrain. I sort of, yeah, a little, uh, I'm going to turn around and attack Empna. <laughs> um, no, I'm going to double rage. <laughs> I've already attacked the party once, so I don't need to do it again. Uh, I'm going to As run. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, I'm going to run to the Roper. I have 40 feet of movement, so 
by my measurements, you should be good. I can get there, which is nice. I haven't created range anywhere, but I'm gonna. That's the funny thing. I have ten foot reach now as a giant, but because yeah. it's Thrain, I'm still going within five. Yeah. I'm not playing this character optimally, but it's fun. No, that's good. I, I, um, we, we are not an optimized min-maxing group. This is all no. about having fun and like, Wait, combat is, a, is an adjunct well, to help build good roleplay. And that's why I'm going <laughs> to do what I'm about to do. I was going to do it to the other Roper. I, as I'm, as I run, as I'm running, I'm not even like laughing as I normally do in combat. I'm just breathing in as much air as I can. Okay. I'm a bit dejected because I didn't get to do it before. I'm going to get to this Roper because I real because Flame probably realized that being in the Underdark, they would use their sense of uh, of hearing a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to get as close as I can to the Roper, and with all my might, using Thaumaturgy, I'm going to boom as loud as I can, three times my normal voice, right in its senses, and I want to see what happens of that. As you scream into it, I will have it roll a con save. As loud as I can, like Harry this is just. He's also really close with incredibly sensitive hearing. Uh, uh, three, times, three times as loud is um is actually not crazy loud, and then he's also with distance. It's like harming for every like. It's the thing. That's why the rope. I'm hoping because I'm right next to it and I'm getting right <laughs> yeah. in it. I will. I will get a con save from you, Harry, but it is a much easier DC than the rope. Admittedly, this was more cool when I was Anyone? being tentacled, no grappled by the Roper. Yeah. But I just want to see. I I already I already thought this up, and I'm like, I have to see what would happen to the Roper. As you as you I rush up, have ears. <laughs> <laughs> as you For rush sure. up, cast Thaumaturgy as an action, and then just scream into its face. Um, the Roper rolls a 19 for Constitution. I'm wow. so sorry. They're very Constitution-heavy creatures. Harry rolls a 21. As you just scream in its face, the Roper kind of like leans back a little bit. Its tentacles flapping behind it in the breeze from it, like, <laughs> and as the tentacles come forwards, the Roper you watch as this long purple tongue comes out and licks its lips as it just full on looks you up and down. That's a, that was very uh, Black Bolt of you, Jared. Um, well, I haven't I haven't popped his head or like sealed his mouth. Yeah, shut. true, true. Who's Black Bolt? Uh, he's the guy from the um, the Multiverse of Madness. Ah, oh, no, you know, the one a, that, like, he's the one that screams and he like makes people die. Uh, he's he's an inhuman no, was, who his voice. I was um, I don't know if anyone's seen Hunter Hunter the anime, but I was thinking yes. of um yes, the yes. Uh, physical dude. Yeah, uh, when he was grappled by that dude. Uvo yep. Jin when um yes. Uvo Jin, yeah. yeah. I love Hunter X yeah. Hunter. I love that is, it. Yeah, I the Chimera so and Ark. The Chimera like... and Ark gave me shivers, man. I was, I was, when, when, when that hunter dies, I was knowing, just like. Knowing that people are mortal, oh. I think was like, that was a blow. Because anime, I don't think it is normal. Anyone. Like anyone. No one is safe. Yeah. I really liked that. I'm also a big Killua yeah. fan. I love Killua. I'm getting Jess into yeah. it um, at the moment, and I can't yes. wait for when she's falling in love with Gon. Uh, so yes, I can't I wait for yeah. when Gon has what happens, happens. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Gon has his meltdown. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Can I. Can I um take a quick detour while we're talking about anime and uh, watching of her partners? <laughs> Go on. Go so on. When I first introduced Liv to um, uh, anime, I, I made her watch Full Metal Alchemist, right? Oh, oh, Brotherhood or the original? Brotherhood? Uh, Brotherhood. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. The, the complete one, right? I don't want to get to the end. That's, that's a good recommendation <laughs> if you're getting into anime. Yeah, good, good choice. And you know you the guy who dies in the phone booth? 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, runs, yeah? the inspector. Um, yeah. yeah. Yes. So when he first introduces, like when he's first introducing him, I'm like, yeah, I really love this character. Yeah. But oh. Don't you think he's a lot like me? Oh dear. He was no. mentally preparing her for a booby trap. Yeah. That's it could have been worse. It could have been worse. She could. She could have said that about the uh, the guy who like turns his daughter. And I was about to say, oh, yeah. man. like say like, oh, you, I can't wait to have kids before that episode starts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it could be worse. It could always be worse. Oh, Ali, say that out loud. What you just typed in chat. <laughs> The next Halloween, I want to get a big black long wig and stick it on my white dog, Cora. Because oh, no. Cora, Cora could pass as that dog. No, <laughs> she's oh, pretty yeah. big. Holy shit. Um, big white dog. <laughs> Thrain, is there anything else on your turn? Oh, yeah, no, you can do puppy. Alrighty. Harry, it's your turn. Yeah, finally. Um, earlier, when um, Dream said he looked at the Roper. Yes. Um, after, like, destroying Tim. Yeah, just... Um, yeah, the rope is on the other side of Harry, so Harry, like, slightly moves left and right to just just watch what, like, Dream's eyes are doing because he's not sure if he's um, looking at him because uh, Harry's terrified. That was terrifying. <laughs> um, Harry is... He's ready for a bit of combat. He he's uh, ready. wants to get a bit involved. Yeah. Uh, so he'll run up at this roper, move behind here, and he will use a cantrip which is Ooh. booming blade Ooh, very nice with his sneak attack image oh nice now do um, you reckon do you reckon you're sneaking right now oh no it doesn't matter because it's flanked so it's it does not matter yeah yeah i've got yeah, yep. he's all yeah, yeah yeah that's true and even if he wasn't because a swashbuckler it's a solo yeah. and i still get sneak attack exactly image. Because yeah. you're a fucking switchblade. Uh, Everyone's so playing I fun subclasses, have I have to say. Blade. Wait, there was a way to roll them all at once, wasn't there? Um, can we... I mean, that was... A, let's just ignore that roll and I'll just sure. roll it properly, I think. Yep, that's fine. Yeah, I think if I roll it here, it does it with everything, right? There it is. 17. Is, 17 to hit. So the way we do the, the flanking is rather than getting advantage, we do it as a plus two to AC. So that takes it up to a 19 because Thrain is on the other side of this creature. It. it is still just not enough to hit. As you oh. stab forward with the blade, the rapier cutting into, it just glances off the rocky, stony hide of this creature. Sparks fly uh. up from the connection. Here he's like, take this, steaming in, and he's like just trying to keep poking it, but it's not working. <laughs> Ooh, you're not taking yeah, it. Um, take it better. <laughs> yeah, uh, ne ne never mind. Um, and Harry will um, run away, which he can do without taking a deck of opportunity because he has uh, fancy feet, footwork. But, yeah, fancy footwork. Yeah, and he will hide behind this rock. Brilliant. Try uh, making actually, me a little, little stealth check. He might. Um, Move a bit further because he has a bonus action dash. Um, nice. Yeah, you might hit up here. Oh no, it's still within fifty. No, so no, you'll just get to the rocks here. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was gonna fine. say if you bonus action dash, you're then sacrificing your little hide. Um, do you want to make me a stealth check while you do that, and I will move on to yeah. the roper. One roper's dead. One's left alive. Thrain. Twenty. <laughs> Twenty. Thrain, a roper is coming for you. Uh. Alrighty, here we go. So, Thrain, 16. Not enough, I don't think, is it? 
No, no, that hits. I'm above Aaron. Oh, does it? Okay, 16 hits. Uh, Dream, how close are you? Dream, I'm does... within range. If it wants to pull me across the lake so I don't have to make an athletic check, I'm happy. Cool. It's only going to pull you 25 feet, which I think is going to pull you just over the lake. But it will drag you <laughs> through the water because gravity's not uh, <laughs> ignored during this period of time. Uh, so Dream, does a... Oh, does a 14 hit you? Probably not. Bro, I have 10 AC. 10 AC, okay. Wow. 14, <laughs> you, I'm naked right now. 14 Dang. does hit you. Um, and then the there's no one else. Niles and Flicker. That's fine. Uh, Flicker, that's a 10. I don't think that hits Flicker. And, no, it does uh, not. Does a 15 hit Niles? I rolled really poor. No. No. Oh, shit, there you go. Uh, so... Uh, Thrain, you're already close enough. Uh, Dream, you are pulled 25 feet close to this creature as it tries to pull you in. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. As you are pulled through the water once again, Question. as the liquid that was already coalescing on your uh, skin. Oh, yeah, go. Could I use a reaction to try to... Could I consume my reaction for this turn to push yeah. off and try to jump over the lake? So I 100%, don't yes, absolutely. Do you want to make an athletics check? Yes. Okay, okay. Absolutely. So I won't be able to use my fighting interception style if it does take a bite on me or Thrain, but I as don't... As it pulls you, take a running jump Ooh, and move never mind. Eight. <laughs> as, you, as you trip over a Geodude currently uh, hiding <laughs> in, the, in the stone that, that Ember hasn't taken out yet, you just like swan dive into the lake and then get dragged <laughs> up the side. <laughs> so I think you were... Where were you? Let me just double check exactly where you were. 25, so that's perfect. Um, can I please get a quick con save dream as you are pulled through the waters once again? Uh, that is... A four. Four, yep. Dream. That is a four. The liquid is definitely corrosive. As it has been exposed to the air, it looks like it was already starting to uh, oxidize and start creating a bit of an acid effect. The second dumping catalyzes this reaction. Uh, you take... Uh, seven points of acid damage. Whatever. <laughs> it's a little bit like pops out of my nose and starts yeah. burning my actual beak. Yes, your beak uh, just... <laughs> Just disintegrates into good night. No, no. um, uh, it can't pull you any closer, Dream, which means it can only bite Thrain. Uh, Thrain. Uh, that is going to be a 26 to hit. Oh, it has advantage because you're currently grappled, so I will roll with advantage to get a natural 20. No, I do not. Uh, that is going to be uh, 27 points of piercing Ooh. damage, Thrain. Alright, let's half Ooh. that. I'm going to do another Stone's Endurance. It's only ah. five this time. So, um,. What was it again? 27, 27. half to 13? Yep. We ran down. Eight. 18, I take... Yeah, 8 damage. Yeah. As the Roper so bites not too bad. into you. Uh, that is the end cool. of the Roper's go. Lyra. Alright, so um, sort of sidestepping over a little bit, she's gonna... If I can grab her. She's gonna uh, sort of move over to here, hopefully out of that uh, 50 foot range of the uh, the Roper. And she sort of yells out to everyone. I have to keep moving the map she's to keep hiding. you in focus because you're sprinting <laughs> out of view. Hang on, let me. Uh, she just kind of yells at everyone. It's like, anyone, is anyone particularly hurt uh, in just, any kind of danger? Myra, that's that's 50 feet there. Oh. You're 65 feet away. I, I'd okay, say you're in the safe zone. <laughs> why, don't, why don't I? Why don't I, as an incredibly nice GM, why don't I give you this to show you the range of the Roper? Oh. 
It's still fucking terrifying, though. It is, yeah, it's awful. No, but that actually makes it worse. Would you prefer? Um, oh, okay. <laughs> Take it no, off. No, no, it's, it's good. No, it's scary. <laughs> no, no, no. You give people nice things and they don't want it, so it's gone. <laughs> what are you doing, Lara? Yeah, so she yells out to the party and you're sort of like, is anyone in um, particularly dire straits? Um, and then just sort of as she's waiting for their reply, as her action, she's going to um, summon some of the more uh, mean-looking red corally fungus that might be growing around and um, summon them out from underneath the, the roper doing chill touch on. on. Brilliant. Uh, that's a con save, I believe, for the roper. I think it's just a spell tech. Um, it was a spell tech. Spell tech for the touch. I'm getting mixed up with uh, oh, the dead. What was that? That was a 13. Um, as the fungus grows up around the roper, um, one of the tentacles just sort of swipes away the fungus, killing them in place. These little like tiny blue ice shrooms that grow up. The tentacle just swipes them absentmindedly, not even noticing, and just kills them before they can grow. Well, that didn't work. Yeah, if, um, and I guess she's just sort of seeing if anyone, um, the thumbs is up from, um, dream. Oh, good! Trying to, like, resist the rope <laughs> that's grabbing him. Even with the acid damage, I'm still on full. Oh, yeah, nice. Alrighty. Sweet, but, oh, yeah. something else, something else fun I can do. I can do, like, blah. <laughs> For, like, little acid strikes. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Amazing. Um, I don't like that. Niles, <laughs> it's your go. Amazing. Oh, me. How, how, how tall is the roper? Um, how tall is the roper? It's a large creature, so I'd say like from, from base to tip. I don't know how I want to describe it that way. <laughs> you from, did say that its uh, mouth opens from the tip of it, and I was like... Oh, uh, from, the, from the upper, from the upper <laughs> section. Yeah. Yeah, where the foreskin would be. Um, it, uh, <laughs> it, uh, probably, probably, I mean, the full length of the shaft is, to your eyes, Niles, um, probably about nine feet tall. All right. Because with my movement, I can get to that, like, bottom right corner of the uh, where the roper is, but I would be inhabiting mm -hmm. the rain space. So I was just wondering if I could, like, like fly above and attack from that position. Yeah, yeah, you could be, you could be, although... Uh, Thrain is also about nine feet tall. Yeah, that's now. what I'm thinking. Yeah, you probably well, best I'm, off I'm actually really, I'm like, I think I'm double in size. So technically I'm like 16 feet tall, all to the yeah. height of the roof. I realize I forgot to show you what um, Tim the Enchanter looks like. There's a picture of him in chat right now. Yeah. He looked like a really yeah, cool dude. <laughs> the opposite of Tim. <laughs> <laughs> hands up right now. Who's actually who has actually seen that film or who knows about it through popular culture? You've actually seen it. Hands up. I have no Means idea. only. <laughs> you don't want to see teeth, and you never want to experience no. it. Ali, could you um, could you do me a favor? Can I get you to tilt your webcam down just a touch? Legend. That's fine. You, I. I will use. I'm going to use Step of the Wind. I'm going to get up in its grill uh, and try yeah. and lay down some pain. Uh, lay so down Step some of the Wind pain. Will... Yeah, let, that's your new metal pain. album, He's... isn't it? Coming out in full on SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Is, is canon or Owen bullshitting? Owen bullshitting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I ha handy guide. Flip a coin. Still hard to tell. <laughs> I, mean, I my, wish that'd be so cool. My nah, favorite nah. type of humor is when people genuinely don't know whether or not I'm kidding. It's my favorite type. <laughs> like the moment of confusion on people's faces brings me more joy than anything in this world. It's, it's fantastic. Uh, I'm just gonna punch it. So just punch, just punch it. Yeah. That's a natural one. 
That's not going to do anything. Uh, as you, as you slam into the stony hide. But it's balanced out by the next one, which is a crit, which is a natural 20. Holy hey, shit. Let's Amazing. Go. Money, your, money. your first punch just glances off this creature, and as you look closely, you realize you just punched a stalactite that was around the base of the roof or an actual stalactite. Oh, yeah. Your second hit, you ah. go. Now, I'm not taking any chances. You leap up and punch it in the eye. Um, I, I imagine, to... actually, uh, I, I'm, I'm imagining with the step of the wind, I'm kind of flying at this point. So my wings kind of like jump out and I like glide yes. towards it. And I probably reach out with a, with a punch into the stalactite there, and I'm like, ah. And then I kick down. Uh, with my feet and nice. strike down at the eye with, uh, with, my, with my clawed talons feet. That is 15 uh, points of damage with your crit. And I will say, Niles, it's this point as you fly above Dream. Dream doesn't have his wings. Oh. I'd say uh, this is the first time you notice that. Yeah. I uh, didn't mention them in the character description. No. This is the first time you notice the absence of wings. Dream does not have wings. In, in that moment, there's a, a wave of confusion that goes over Niles's. It goes through Niles's mind, um, but he's still too focused on Terra to take the rope out. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's all Niles can do. Um, can he get out of this now? Can he fly away? Probably can actually. Do you want to give a give it a go? Well, step of the wind, I can. Oh, no, I've used a dash action, so no, yeah. I will stay where I am. Dream, it is your turn. Is it going to be a action or bonus action to call, who I'm guessing because it doesn't have a duration and they're still waiting in the sidelines for me, Yeah. Um, my find steed? Uh, if you're... Uh, to, to, to call out to it and, and um, cry out for you to for it to come and, come and assist, I'd yeah. say that's even just a reaction just to call out to it unless you're commanding it specifically to do something which i think no i'm also just calling it to because right now i have no movement and i'm hoping that it might be able to pull me out but i'm guessing it's still sort of tucked behind yeah. where i first was uh yeah. see so yeah, i'm just going sort to assume you left it behind but i can uh, i can bring it out uh shout out uh Kongchi, Kongchi, uh waiting for the um furav uh that i've bonded with to hopefully oh. come. how do i spell that so that i can put it on the uh K-O-N-G-Q-I. Q. It is. That is familiar. <laughs> find greater steed. Or find steed, I should say. Give you. There you go. You should have control of it now as well. And it should have its name in the section. Perfect. Awesome. Can you see that? Uh... How do I change it? Because there's a, obviously a horse or anything. there. I think it's someone's a large sized yes. rather than a medium. I don't know how to do that on roll 20, sorry. Is that better? Yes. Um, okay, well, as it joins, it also um, is unlike regular uh, Furab's missing its wings, so it's going to uh, gallop along the ground towards me. Um, I'll need to update the token artwork. I had Ooh. not finished that yet. Um... And take a dash action, just getting to beside me. I'm guessing that's all it's probably doing because I haven't given it an instruction. It's just yep. trying to get to me. Exactly. Um, for my turn, I am going to... Uh, seeing that the Goliath is more friend than foe, despite my own 
trauma. Hmm. Uh, Interesting. And the owl that flies over, but the, it seems like the rope is mainly focused on this this thrain. Everyone keeps shouting out because a couple of people yeah. have called out each other's names. Yes. Um. Uh. Thrain, just keep his attention. Don't attack it if you can. And I'm going to cast Sanctuary on him. Ooh, very nice. Ooh. Which means that any creature attacking him has disadvantage, I believe. Uh, it has to make a wisdom save, otherwise it just cancels the attack. Just can't together. even do it. Amazing. Brilliant. Um, Anything else in your turn, Dream? No, that's going to be... That's my um, bonus action. Oh, that's a bonus action. Okay, you know what? I'm just yeah. going to try to break free with an athletics check. May as well. Uh, 13. Uh, is just not enough, sorry. Uh, okay. The Ember. The Ember. The, the Ember. Ember. <laughs> so, um, I'm feeling pretty confident because I've just yeah. destroyed the other uh, creature, so yeah. I'm going to... With just a little tiny flame as well. I mean, yeah, Exactly. Your power must be over 9,000 right now. You, you do. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll uh, run, use my full movement. I'll move 30 yep. uh, feet up, and I will, again, throw, it worked before, I throw my produced flame. So... Brilliant. Does... The 11 not hit? <laughs> uh, 11 definitely does not hit. The 11 just okay. on the edge of the roper just okay. goes out. And then Flicker, he's going to run up, seeing me fail so miserably, run up, stand <laughs> just in front of me, and he's going to launch his uh, flame seed. So. It's uh, like leech seed, but flamey. Yeah, so uh, use your spell attack modifier. So it would be, well. I'm going to use that because it's got nothing in there, but it should be the same as that, I think. Your spell modifier. So, 19? 19 is just not enough. Okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) However, 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 the creature is currently surrounded by enemies flanked on all sides. I think it would apply to the flanking rule to give that plus two, which would bring it to 21. Okay. Awesome. Then that hits. Yes, so that just one d six. 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 <laughs> nice. um, <laughs> Amazing. And that gets. Is that? It's not automatically adding my proficiency bonus to that as well, is it? Uh, does it, it for flicker? A, uh, yeah, it's just in the description. Yeah, it should have an add onto the damage because that damage mm. there is just from the summoning of it. Just the yeah. Yeah. So it should be a another plus three, I believe. Yeah. Mm. Brilliant. Fantastic. Nine points of damage. Anything else on your turn, Ember? No, that's that's all for the moment. Thrain, let's finish this, buddy. So, um, I look at Dream, who just said, Thrain, don't attack him. I look at him, I sort of scoff. I'm sorry, I'm a barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> I scoff. I don't know who you are, bigger bird. I listen <laughs> to maybe the other bird, the smaller one, but I don't know who you are. So, Yes. I'm going to. Uh, I just start laughing, sort of. <laughs> no, I I do what I do, and I just take my axe and try and bury it into the river. Maybe it's like with no, no, it's with, fine, it's fine. It's uh, sure. I, I, you, characters learning each other. You do have disadvantage thrain because you are currently uh, yeah. So I will reckless. So it will be a just um, it's a flat roll. Flat roll. Nice. 17 will miss. 17 will miss. I think the funniest thing I've seen recently is I I watched uh, um, 
I watched a D&D stream where they were stacking advantages and they had like a three times advantage where they rolled a dice. Oh, wow. Three times in additional to the original roll. And oh, wow. And I was like, wow, that's an interesting way to do advantage. <laughs> that <laughs> that's is, a lot of, it, it's a it, lot of advantages, like stacking them up. You can like kind that. of do that with elven accuracy a little bit. But, sort um, of. Sort of, but not quite like that. But that's one instance. This was for like a, a cooking tools proficiency. I was like, oh, wow. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, that's a little bit. It was an Iron Chef one shot. At, th- at that point, though, <laughs> at that point, though, they just succeed, right? Like, yeah. The, right? Like, at that point, just have them succeed. Um, anything yeah. else on your turn, Thrain? Uh, we'll do another attack. Brilliant. 26 to hit. Ooh, uh, nice. That will definitely hit seven points Perfect. of slashing damage so plus two for your slashing, rage. Yep. Slashing, yep. Um, I still have one. I have another. I have two more frost strikes. Why not? Let's do it. I'm going to imbue this with a frost strike, so I do an additional d6 cold damage. Brilliant. And then it does a damage. constitution saving throw. Yes. DC 15. It does. If fails at speed, reduces to zero. Save. Uh, that is going to be a. 14 for the con save. Ooh. Oh, hell yeah. So uh, it's zero. I, it, this has really insane raid, uh, range anyway, so it's probably yeah. not a big deal, but um, yeah, it can't, it can't move. It actually only has 10 feet of movement. Now oh, it has wow. zero. Fuck you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it does now have zero. It does Let's have go! Zero. <laughs> Anything else on your turn, Thrain? Um, Happy chappy? My... Looking good? Yeah, no, I'm pretty good. Harry. Cool. Come on, Harry. Time to finish this. Easy. Um, here you he will sneak up on the on the guy from the beat. Yeah, natural twenty on your stealth. This thing hasn't seen you. Attention is focused. I on will attack with advantage with my booming blade. Brilliant. Nice. Uh, one. Oh, I did again. Ignore that. It's okay. I'm All good. So sorry. It's so confusing. How dare you? How, yeah, uh, do you know what? You're fine. Fifteen to hit and a nineteen to hit. But with flanking, that becomes 21. Plus two oh. becomes 21. That hits. Nice. So we'll take, we, always take, we always take the first yep. damage. That's 10 piercing damage. And then we'll take my booming blade damage from above because that yep. didn't roll. Which is six yep. booming blade damage. And you also get the sneak attack, which is the seven because it does not know you are there and you're flanking Ooh. anyway. Um, it nice. takes the 11, I think, from the thunder damage. Oh, is it the... I'm pretty sure I'm at the level where I can do 2D. Oh, that's funny. That... Oh, yeah, yeah, I done. think... I think what it does is I think it adds one d8 on the attack yeah. and then two d8 if it moves after it. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yes, yes, yes. The two d8. That's correct. Oh, yes, yes. yes. That's, yeah, right. Yeah. that's right. That's right. That's what it's for. Well, it's not moving anytime soon. So. <laughs> Speed is zero. <laughs> Salt in the wound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anything else on your that, turn, Harry? That is my action. My burnish yeah. action will be. Um, let me heal. Not. Uh, I, I think I might go up. pour a healing potion in Tim's mouth. He seemed like a cool brew. Warlocks recover spell slots and short rests, right? They do. In Tim's mouth. Oh, I should have done. Okay, sorry. Should have done that before. Um, yeah, I will run away in the bonus section hide again. Uh, brilliant, fantastic. Roll me a stealth check. It is the Ropers go. There are twenty-six. There are lots of lovely targets, nice and close. Thrain is already grappled, so it cannot use its tentacle on Thrain. That's oh no, that's bad. It means there's more options now. Thank God it has six tendrils, though. <laughs> oh, no. One, two, three, four. Uh, okay, let's go in order. Niles, uh, 25. That hits. Uh, Kong Chi, that is 12. Oh. That's a miss, I think, for the fear of. Pretty sure it's got um, an AC of 13. No, 12 is, uh, 12 is the AC. Yeah, 12 is the AC. Dream, 21. 
Uh, I'm already... You already grappled. Sorry, then it is going to be Ember and Flicker. (laughs) Flicker misses with a 21. We'll go in order as it goes around. 21 misses Flicker, 17 for Ember. Uh, No, it misses. Misses, son of a bitch. Uh, It's going to pull all of you uh, in, essentially, right up close. And then there's so many options for who to bite. Um, Simon, just because you narrowly avoided being hit, could you please roll me a d6? One, two for three, and three, four for Niles. Um... Uh, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six. No, D8, please. D8, sorry. My man. So is it pulling us all into one spot or just as close as, to it as possible? As close to it as possible. I think there was a little bit of a token glitch. Let okay. me move. There you go. Nas should have been there. Um, she should have been there. And you should be there, Dream. There we go. Just pulls you right in. Can I can I try and taunt it with a reaction? I don't have uh, <laughs> uh, What would you say or do to taunt it? Would you try and make yourself look more delicious somehow? Well, I'm so much larger than everyone else. Be like, look at all this beautiful meat you could eat. Yeah, it's, it's a shame you don't have that triple advantage on your cooking tool proficiency. Yeah. You could prepare a nice slab of meat. To... <laughs> I tried to be the tank, so no one else would take this. Well, no, the Roper is actually a gourmet. He's yeah, like, it's well, a gourmet. Actually, I, I do. I have a little uh, hibachi grill over here. Um... <laughs> uh, I'll, I, I'm happy. I'm happy to roll the. I'll roll the d8. Um, that is a one, which means it is you anyway, Thrain. Hey! There you lovely. go. Roop has been watching uh, too much food. Wasn't Sanctuary casted on um, Thrain? It so is, so let's make a whiz save. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Exactly right. Oh, well, well, Sanctuary, but if I attack, doesn't that go away? Uh, but you haven't attacked yet, have you? Yeah, he has. He did attack. Oh, he has. He has. He did attack, so it's just the normal attack. I will disregard the whiz save I just made. Thrain! That's going to be... Oh no, um, Sanctuary is no longer on, he attacked. Yeah. 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 Cool, yeah, cool. That's right. uh, that is going to be three. Let me see if this bite hits. Um, oh, it's a natural 20. Sorry, mate. Ooh. This oh, is going to be this is gonna be so. really bad. Um, that's fine. I can take a will. So, let me just <laughs> add these together. I'm squishy. Thrain, that's going to be 58 points of piercing damage. I'll wait until we've done all the stuff that we need to do, but I'm going to use a reaction to help you. Yeah. Okay. 50, 58 um, points 58 of piercing damage. divided by 2 is what? 24? 20, 29. 29. Ah, uh, 29. Yeah, my bad. I fucked it. Um, I'm definitely going to chuck a stone's endurance on that. I take another 5 off, so it's 24. I am still up. I'm, I'm going to use uh, my fighting style interception to try to shove my sword in the, the mouth so that it can't fully enclose around whatever Ooh. torso limb it's holding onto. Um, so yeah. 1d10 plus 3 will be also taken off. Oh, oh wow. Nice. That's cool. So we're currently heck? at 24. Let's see what this is. Um, oh, 13 max. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. 13 more so damage 24 up. goes down to... 11. 11. Wow. That's wow. actually so much. That went from, so much damage reduction between from, me and, the, um, and Christian. That's great. 50, 58 <laughs> points of damage that you were about to take then. As the bite comes in, like little. the head, I'll shove it into the top of the mouth. I'm guessing you sort of grab the bottom of the mouth. Yeah. That's amazing. amazing. Uh, yeah, that's sweet. That is okay. the Roper's full go. It's speed is zero. It cannot move. Lyra. That's Come awesome. on, Lyra. Finish this off. It's uh, looking so hurt. Yeah. She's just going to yell out. I was like, ah. Oh. Let them go, please! And just throws another chill touch at them. She doesn't want to get any closer than Fair. Uh, yep. Come on! Is that what I think it is? It's what I think it is! 
Is that uh is that a natural twenty? It's another yeah, natural is. Holy shit. Wow. How many natural twenties have we had? A lot of nat 20s. You rolled pretty good damage. You did fourteen damage plus another plus sixteen. Another, yeah. Thirty. Thirty-four damage. No, thirty Ooh. damage. Thirty damage. Lyra. <laughs> how do you wanna do this? Hey. Very nicely done. Huge. Whatever the meanest looking mushroom is that sort of, you know, in this general cavern is probably where she's taken the inspiration from. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, sort of creeps up like a big uh, devil's fingers looking thing and just tries to sort of slowly suck it under. Like, I don't think you can do that, but it's just like compressing it back into the earth as it tries to uh so you know how bamboo shoots air. can grow up through like earth and stone and, really and human flesh if you were to lie on top of a bamboo shoot mm. that was growing i like the idea of this being like an iron cap mushroom just growing yeah. through the middle of the roper and as it gets to the tip it just shoots out the top bursting through the roper's head as it just the tentacles just fall limp at its side wow you are all out of initiative Oh. As the oh. roper finishes its ejaculation of mushroom. Um, <laughs> it does have a flared tip right now. <laughs> the iron shrimp poking out through the top. Gross. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Dream uh, is going to sort of yeah grab the rope off of himself and just look yeah. towards everyone. Hand still on sword not sure friend or foe oh, uh, honestly like the moment you did all yourself i booming laugh <laughs> that was fun bigger birds lovely to meet you my name is thrain what is yours and i go to like give you a um predator handshake six seconds later thrain shrinks down in size to a medium-sized creature actually <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect as i'm coming down yeah, as you come closer it's almost like it's almost like and then i put my hand out for a print like come down for the handshake yeah because like oh. we he was i saw him do he's like oh, stab yeah. into the yeah. mouth we took it out together with lyra's help as well and everyone else's of course uh oh i had no idea that you were a bro and he comes in and like Meets your um, <laughs> hand of hand. Hell yeah, uh, I'm athletic that. Jock 17 handshake. athletics. Uh, I always do athletics with my... Yeah, oh, 17 for Thrain, 21 for Dream. Now well, it looks on a little bit like... Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it looks at the ground like... Oh, oh, well I, met, well met. I, I, I did. like this one. This one's not bad. What is what is your... You did not say your name, did you? I'm sorry, I, I was no. just caught up in the moment. I guess Dream is sort of my name at the moment. It's nice to meet all of you, especially a fellow um, kin from Ares. Oh, oh yes, uh, a pleasure to meet you. It's, it's 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 strange for me to find another Alan out in the uh, well, of all places, the Underdark. It's a rather strange place to meet another Alan. You're the first of our kind that I've seen down here, Alan or Arakokra. Bird people, as I look towards Thrain, ah. uh, with a sort of black <laughs> yes. Big bird and little bird. Nice. I do, don't mean to rush anything, um, but you mentioned poison people. I may be able to help. Oh, oh yes, our our d deep gnomes, uh, our friends, our guys. Uh, they seem to have been under some sort of affliction. They they they're not long for this world. If you could take a look at them, that would be rather helpful. Um, could I use fifteen? Um, health points worth of lay on hands five 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 yes, and to cure the disease. Oh, nice. Yes, 
Heck Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. Oh, nice. Dream, nice. as you rush over to the deep gnomes who had been sort of like left on the side of the cave right back at the entrance this whole time. <laughs> just abandoned. I like the just like, you go down and when you first said, yeah, yeah you see like the unconscious one just on the ground. <laughs> I was trying to hold back last. Yeah, I saw you laughing. <laughs> Wait, I won't lie though. Knowing Thrain, the th for him to have the foresight to let them get off first before he rushed into combat. They jumped off, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was I because I, I made sure that That's I like, crashed down and then let them off. If I you did run into combat, yeah, I learned a little bit. I'm learning a little bit from Niles yeah. and the party, you know, yeah. being a bit more conscious of my actions. As you rush over Dream and place your hands upon them, summoning that that holy energy that you've called upon before, One you thing recognize two of these deep notes. Oh, you go, you go. Oh, okay that changes things a little bit um no what i was thinking of is this is probably even a little bit um things that nile would recognize of pressing oh, yeah. into um pressure points uh and imbuing the energy into those specific areas with this lay on hands that's hilarious um i tried yeah, to do this exact thing last session and i uh, i don't strike them in the chest because, <laughs> because i rolled that one on my like medicine check hey, you, you, hey. just out, you just flat out punch them full force yes uh, yeah. as i actually press into the correct areas but there's there is a magical aura around it it is yeah. slightly visible of this um i would think grayish color aura mm. definitely not holy um i feel like uh, and as my hand presses into it i'd probably even say that um as i move across to the next one uh, everyone would notice that object that's buried in the palm of my hand or my feathers uh, as you okay. perform this this the the sort of off right. white light this kind of like yeah tinted gray kind of like a negative light shining from your hands this image of light Niles watches this intently, mm. um, seeing this sort of uh, practice. He kind of like in his mind, he's like, "Oh yes, this is this is what I was trying to do. I couldn't remember the technique. This is this is simply marvelous." And I just watch on. And See, normally, like obviously, he's a bit more practiced than you are. So it's okay. Like, did you see what he did to that guy? He oh, threw him across I... the room as well. Like, yes. He's, just, he's getting some brownie points on me, if I be honest. I, I want I, to spar with him more now. I, I, I'm pretty... I, did you see me before? I landed some great strikes on I'm that. I'm joking, my friend. Uh, I pat him on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Dream, see, I as, you, as you finish the pressure points, you recognize the last gnome on the end. Yeah, I was about Noose. to say, do I know them, or is it sort of just they look familiar? The One of the, one of the gnomes looks vaguely familiar. One of them, you, you know, you have seen noose before at the camp noose escaped four days ago but okay. now he's back here with two gnomes one of which looks vaguely familiar one of which you don't recognize at all and as you perform my the um, hands and cast the spell noose's eyes the one who's unconscious flickers open and looks goes dream now just to clarify here yeah. my uh uh, refugees, my previous first place yeah. um, uh, where I was mining, or the place before that where I had my wings torn off. The place you were mining. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, sorry, rope, uh, string, noose, yes? The I forgot your, your name. Sven Nibblin nods as you, as you say a that. A little funny. Nods out um, hand. Are you okay? I feel better. You escaped too? 
How? Uh, um, I'm also surprised. I was always wondering how you did it. I, I don't know. I guess um, I got lucky. Uh, as this is happening, it's mm. still still not fully sure about those around me that they had the swift nerblin dying i still don't know who they are um i would like to use a divine sense now absolutely um, i was gonna say as the as the last thing that happens I, I like this idea of it being as our cliffhanger as you cast your divine sense the magic sweeping out from you you sense no fey no fiends uh, oh, oh no you would today. sense <laughs> Harry, Harry's not really Fey Fey, but actually Lyra, Lyra has been heavily touched by the Fey. So actually, I, I, yeah, I, I rescind that. Sorry, no fiends, no undead, but celestials. Very faint sense of celestial magic coming from a pouch at the waist of one of the team, and Fey. Lyra is imbued with fey magic more than you would expect from Aladrin. There is something a bit odd about her. I'd say about her aura that you kind of see with this divine sense. There's a a darkness as well as this growth moving throughout her aura that is not hers. And just for my mm. views on the people themselves as well as my All father always aligned me. characters. Okay, okay. Well, actually, Harry, you're chaotic neutral, aren't you, Harry, right? <laughs> uh, no, I'm chaotic good. Chaotic good. I think chaotic everyone good. is good aligned, actually, yeah. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Lyra's neutral. Oh, Lyra's neutral. Sorry, Lyra's neutral. And I think on that, that is where we will wrap up for tonight because this next bit, I want to make sure we're not rushing through it. I don't want to cut it off. I think this is a really important part where you start to explore Absolutely. the the shared history and the law and I want to make sure we give that the time it deserves so that is where we're going to wrap up for tonight thank you so much for joining us everybody if you're watching us on Twitch don't go anywhere we're going to go raid another channel if you're watching us on YouTube or listening on the podcast thank you so much firstly secondly we only really need another 45 of you legends to hit that subscribe button on YouTube and we are now YouTube partners so if you have not already hit the subscribe button Become a legend. Just hit it. That's all you have to do. Just press the button. Now you're a legend. So easy. Make sure you do it. If you're watching on the podcast. I'm doing it right now. He's doing it right now. <laughs> exactly. You could be a legend. Look at this. He Now Christian has just become a legend. Before this, really life hadn't added up to anything. But now, suddenly oh, in this yeah. moment. <laughs> suddenly in this moment, it all comes together. Um, don't you feel better now that you've hit it? Doesn't life just seem... I now seem... feel like yeah. I'm worth something to exactly do you, do you feel complete yes you feel complete yeah partially yes partially. It, I, I do i do hear hitting that button does bring you to completion so that is really important <laughs> thing to do. so everybody thank you so much for joining us like the roper. if you want to be just like the rope it's the y spot just make sure you hit the y spot and see exactly thank Whoa. you so much everybody <laughs> we will see you all again next time stay safe stay well and until then farewell Goodbye, everybody. Bye. See you, everyone. Bye. See you guys.